Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month it's our special holiday special. I messed those words up, but I'm going to keep on rolling. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy some Kwanzaa. other Kwanzaa. Yes, every other holiday Merry I don't know anything about. Festivus. For the rest of us. Sure, everything, all that. Whatever you're celebrating, I hope you're having a great time doing it. This month, your D commentators are me, Luke. Me, Emma. And the prodigal son returns hot off that Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off app. It is my dear friend. Me, Dylan. Thank you so much for joining us, taking time welcome. of your holiday season uh, to come talk about a Disney Channel Rose movie with us. Luke, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Oh, that, warms <laughs> me, that warms my heart. And but, discussing this film. Yes, but speaking it of... It is the ultimate Christmas present. It, it really is. is. I, right oh, now. I see you dropping the titular already. Yeah, you did. They, well, they drop it twice in this they film. Do. They do. Uh, but as we just alluded to two seconds ago, this month we are reviewing the classic, The Ultimate Christmas Present. Uh, one of only like two, maybe three, if you want to stretch it, di- uh, Christmas decoms, uh, which I was all jazzed about because this is the one I remember. The other one stars Brian Cranston. I found out today, which is freaking nuts. Twas That's the night, yeah. Twas the night. Yeah. I cannot believe he's Brian kind Cranston. of like a shitbag and stuff. Yes, in yes. It. He's like stealing. Like, kind of like, is it, is it kind like kids' of, bad Santa? Yes, it's a little like bit. Yeah. G-rated bad Santa. Okay, level. I can. I mean, I can party down on that. But this is the one I remember. This is the one I actually have. Uh, vibrant memories of watching, and I gotta say, just you know, brief overview. I like this one. This 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 was this was enjoyable. I it's like not that bad, really. No. Like there really aren't, and they actually like explain some of the things. You're yeah. like, oh wait, why is Santa? And they're like, oh why? And then they just kind of yeah. discuss it. I'm like, it's, a, right. it's, it's a pretty competent film. Yeah, I like, I, it's just it's exactly what it is. It's a fun little Christmas movie for kids. And it didn't totally bother me, but I will say, like, it did have problems holding my attention at certain points where like I was I could feel myself kind of like drifting off and I was like oh focus on the elves like I had to <laughs> the, pull myself the, back the elves it are wasn't really holding me to like this like I just feel like the stakes weren't high enough in this a they little really bit also interested. I'm sure we're gonna discuss him but I got sharp pains whenever Edwin was on the screen truly he actually made me look away it's painful I'm, I'm gonna, get, I'm painful. gonna give you is his little, name Edwin I believe so I'm gonna give you guys a little primer yes Edwin Hadley as he I, announces all the time guys I'm gonna give you a little primer I love Edwin. He's my favorite character in this film. That actually does not surprise me. All of my notes said, is Edwin okay? I'm worried about him. Oh, no. Listen, he's not written well, but, like, he... No, but, like, mentally, is, through, is, is no, he good? Is he No, okay? he's literally not. But what I'm saying, like, how is he doing? But, yeah. but what I'm saying is, throughout, like, most of this movie, he's, like, the funniest character. He's, I didn't laugh once in this movie. I thought you he, sat next to me. Did I laugh once? I really time? didn't laugh I, either, no, to be honest. I, no, None I, of these I, jokes I got were a funny. couple of good chuckles. I didn't, I, there was no 
funny gag to me in this entire movie. No, there was like one or two kind of good gags in my opinion. I, maybe I this, never laughed. Maybe this one, maybe it's just because I actually remember this movie or something, but this this one kind of did. Some of the laughs I also did think it for I me. had no nostalgic value for this movie. That's I think true. I watched this movie once as a child, said this shit sucks, and never picked it up again. <laughs> I, I was very familiar with this film. I did not remember the exact plot, but I remembered uh, various beats of the story and certain elements. This didn't um, have like any of the things that me as a child looked for in a Disney Channel original movie. There was no makeover montage. Mm-hmm. No one oh. was secretly royalty. No one had a band. There's a um, few more. I there, to. There, yeah, there's a few more. There's a few tropes, but it's uh, none of the tropes I liked, though. Weirdly enough, no, none of the tropes yeah. that I look forward to. But let, let's hop right in. We don't have any news this month, uh, mostly because I did like I only did like five seconds of research, and it didn't seem like there was anything. So we're just gonna. It's jump the right holiday in. season, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking it yeah, easy. I'll pick it up in January. We're on vacation. Get um, off my back. Yes. Okay. So this film opens up in Los Angeles, California, which it says on the screen, even though the first two lines of the movie say, like, we're in Los Angeles, like... Listen. (laughs) And also, where else would this movie be? Every DCOM is literally just in the valley, like... Most DCOMs take place ambiguously in California. Yes. (laughs) It's, you're you're not wrong. All basically in the San Fernando Valley. Essentially. Um, But the the important Chiron that we get is that this is three days before Christmas, which... Is so problematic. He, so here's one of my biggest notes throughout the film. No one seems to have like their shit together at all. No, and it's literally, literally three days. I would be in a panic. Yeah, yeah. guys, not to get graphic with you, but the amount of anxiety, diarrhea I would have if I was living the way that these people are living. Three days they, before Christmas, they don't even have a fucking tree. They that that's a, what blows my. They don't that, have a fucking wreath. They don't no, have nothing. anything. I don't they know don't these people are What did they do the last several years? It's it's. Oh, I literally noted that. It's almost like this is everyone's like first Christmas. <laughs> they don't know. It's what. almost like this is everyone's first time on planet Earth. Yeah. I was like, also, these shitbag parents don't have gifts for their children three days before that's, Christmas. That's also true, too. Um, But yes, that yes, there's multiple problems with the fact that this is three days before Christmas, and we're going to get to the biggest one in a second. But first, so we open up on a uh, traditional white suburb family. Yes. Um, this we one, have, no, first we have extensive B-roll of Los Angeles. Then right. we get a white suburban family with the classic busy parents. Yes. Everybody's oh, they, on the phone. Oh, they do. Yeah. My, I literally wrote that down. They do my favorite busy parent trope, which is talking to people while having the phone against the shoulder. The mom's on the phone a lot. Yeah, with, with, with Mrs. Dombrowski. Yeah, Mrs. Dombrowski. But no, that's but uh, no. This literally the opening scene is both the dad and the mom just with phones peered mm-hmm. plunged against their ears, just being like, "What? No, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to my kids. <laughs> We're busy." Business no, they people. did the classic gag where they're like, "Give your sister the waffles," and it's like, "No, this is you, Mrs. Jabroski. You can keep your own waffles." They do that throughout the whole. Yeah. Yes, but important to note, the mom in this is played by Lizzie McGuire's mom. Yes. And as we noted in the Lizzie McGuire, she's not episode, terrible. Good. She's, she's, she's a, a great good actress. She's a good actress. She's better than this. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we noted that. Lizzie McGuire that like how did they get such great comedic actors for that show yeah no the because mom's a good mom's a good, good actress dad's very bland but he's barely in the film he do, he's irrelevant yeah, he's in San Francisco um, yeah he's a- <laughs> we have a, a a returning actor which is Spencer Breslin Oh, is that the okay. U.S. He's the kid, kid yes. He is, he is younger annoying. in this, and he is... He is so Well, it's not annoying. just the fact that he's annoying, Don. Because he was... He's, he's terrible. Been, yeah. He's he played, terrible at acting. He, well, okay, again, <laughs> listen, whenever we say someone is, like, the acting on someone is bad, we're not blaming the actor. Spencer Breslin has done a ton of acting, but you're right, Don, he usually plays, in his career, he usually plays, like, the younger, annoying brother stereotype. Yeah. But the thing is... Don't, don't get me wrong, I love Spencer Breslin. He does an incredible job in Raising Helen, which is one of my favorite films. 
but in this movie, he is grating. Yeah. Every line that he delivers is uh, like yeah, it's yeah. whining he pitch, gives, and I don't know if he was directed to do that, but I literally could not hate it more. He's also yeah. a little younger than he was in You Wish, and he's a, he's much improved in You Wish. Not that much, but he's still like better. Than he's this. definitely better in You Wish. He's definitely I better. Mean, he matured this. a little bit. Yeah, but this so he bad. he is the uh, younger brother of. This is where it gets confusing because the actress's name is Hallie. But the character's name is Allie. Allie? So, Allie? Yes, okay. Allie. It, I just called her Hallie. Someone's about her name was Jessica. And then he's Joey. No. no. And <laughs> Brendan's song is Samantha. Samantha. Sam. I knew Brenda. that. Yes. And so we quickly meet, because uh, Hallie is going around the house in, the, you know, the usual morning rush. Um, the mom runs a catering business, and the dad is, like, a software so, guy. So that, <laughs> no, no. At the, trust me, I noted, I noted that, because that was, like, poor writing. So, he, isn't he talking about at the beginning that, like, selling, like, different colored dog bones? Oh, or, or, a variety of dog, dog bones, bones on the internet. Bones for Bowser is, is the, name the name of, of the his website. website. Okay. And she says he's in software. But, so, I don't think he's employed by, I don't think it's, like, his startup. I, I was think, confused by I think that. He's okay. been, I think he's been hired by this company to take them into the 21st century. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because they were just at the custom when computers were coming through. Also, we did skip that. This is when we first get introduced to Mr. Edwin Hadley on the television talking about how it's going to be sunny over the next couple of days. Yes. And get, let me just start right here. Uh, Edwin's funny. I'm sorry. He plays this so well that he's just like this incredibly awkward guy on television that it's kind of funny. <laughs> like, okay, I wait. liked it. Could you imagine, though, like having... This is LA. Like, this is a major news station. <laughs> yeah. And he... Is the weather could like? Could you imagine actually like listening? He that sounds or like as he's giving this weather report that like flashes of his friends dying on the battlefield in Nam <laughs> yeah, are like going like, across his mind. Like he takes the most intense pauses. No, he does off camera. I I kept it's waiting painful. for like a yeah. joke to be set up that he was going to be like someone was going to be like waving at him off camera, or, like something was going to be distracting him, or he was going to have some sort of disease. I don't know what I thought they were setting something up, but it's just like the gag is that he's just terrible to watch is that yeah well but to be fair and to your point Dylan the fact is that they do actually explain why he has this no I know and and it's funny is what I'm saying like like once we get into his actual relevance to the story the last two minutes of the film basically no he he very much falls apart for me but I'm saying like just the gag around him I like it's funny to me I get you guys didn't find that funny but I liked it he just he's so hardo too like whether people don't really like describe you know like the meteorology and the weather patterns. Like. I know it's it's funny because he's a freaking weirdo. I like it, but also throughout any time they cut, I get. So I get that this is like you know a snowstorm. It's news, but like that is the only thing on the news throughout this entire movie. Like weather only gets like a few minutes per second. Dylan, if there was a freak snowstorm in L.A., I, it would be all anyone is but talking still, about. I don't know. No, absolutely. He got way too much airtime. Yeah. Did we, and, did we skip? Where they're talking about each other's Christmas schedules. Uh, we haven't talked about we're, we're that. We're about yet. to get to that because she, because uh, Sam comes over is what we're about to get okay. to. But who doesn't have that plan? Like I, I don't understand how this you don't was, have Christmas. This like, was three bad. Shit insane. Yeah. So Samantha comes over, which is who's played by Brenda Song. And I had a gripe with this movie because I remember this is not a personal gripe. I remember this being. I was so excited because I guess Brenda Song finally taking the lead on a movie. She's the after, best friend. Yeah, she's not the main character of the film. Yeah. I distinctly remember her and being also, the main character. And also, the main character's no. kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah. She Allie, sucks. Yeah. Allie yeah, sucks. she's not great. She's uh, also kind of a dick to Samantha, too. Yeah, she's not good. 
a good no, person to no, have friends. No. Well, we never got confirmation on whether or not she was on the naughty list. I think the implication is she was. She was. She yeah. was on the naughty girl list. That's explicitly stated. Who? Uh, and Allie. I have a Allie? grade. Yeah, Allie's like 263. And I had a grade that they kept using the words naughty girl, and it creeped me out. There's a lot. Listen. Oh, there was a lot of creep. We're going to get yeah. into that. We're going to get into that. Yeah. But so Sam comes over because they're both uh, because they're both meeting up to talk about. Uh, what is this Blake. Blake. Blake Lynch? Blake, Blake Lynch. No one Blake cares. Who then they show at school. <laughs> no, no, my God, just wait. Okay. We need to go wait for the big reveal on this kid. Okay. They are talking about no, this No, 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 no. We'll get there. I know where Emma's going. And I I'm not going to say I, what okay, it is. Okay. Let me set it up. Okay. I these girls come over and she's like listen up bitch like I gotta tell you something come on over we got invited to Blake Lynch's Christmas day party first of all first problem what kind who of kid has a party on Christmas on Christmas who day who is going to that first and who all, is his parent like what that just none of that makes sense this greeter is having a party on Christmas well that's another day. That's a, they did say like junior high eventually but that's another no, classic they they're Disney supposed to be especially they said especially when you see Blake you really question people's ages. Like, Fifteen or eight? I don't know. But they—they had this kid is throwing a <laughs> banger on Christmas Day because apparently nobody has to hang out with their families. Yeah, on that I know. Day. And they're and also really talking him up like oh, Blake is like, like a he's hug. the he's like, he is the sex symbol of the eighth grade. Not even just the fact like, that he is like the Harry Styles with like the fucking. I like the fact that they are talking him up that he is like the hottest thing ever. They're also talking him up in the way that they're like, We got invited to Blake Lynch's Christmas Day party. We're finally not going to be outsiders. We're going to be popular insiders. So they're losers that set that up for each other. That is true. From the get, but we never hear of it again. Well, like they are the only friends. But also, how do they get invited if they're such losers? That's never touched again. And then also, she's like, and then I offered to help him decorate. We're going to come over two hours early. early. I'm like, are you guys even friends? (laughs) Like, why did he agree to that? No, well, because clearly Blake's goal is to bone every girl in the eighth grade. Because he sounds like he has. You're in the sixth grade. Yeah. Said, that's what I'm saying. He has such a sexual appetite, and he's like, "Well, gotta stick it in these two losers to complete my mission." Because uh, he's, he's just such a stud. I mean, he's such a Casanova. I'm sorry, but I so I just want to let you guys know, you gals at home, that there's a lot riding on this party. Not only the dick that they hope to be riding, but also this is gonna make them popular. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. They're both very open for business. And anyway. to the question that I have here as a woman and also a sane person is do they both have a crush on the same guy? Well that was also I was wondering I was like wait what's gonna what's gonna go on here? That's against sixth grade girl code. If your friend has a crush on a guy you have to invent a crush on another guy. We know though even if Samantha does like Allie would not allow that. She would squash that. Yeah Yeah. she'd be like well he's mine Samantha. Absolutely. Um, and so she comes over there to do this whole combo, and then, yeah, then they talk about their, like, Christmas schedule where it's like, oh, your aunt and uncle are gonna come over Christmas Eve night, then your grandparents are gonna come over the night during the day. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, you're right, it's crazy they haven't played this. But then they reveal... Also, the kid, the younger brother, has a basketball tournament on Christmas Day! And that's never... Who the br- fuck plants a basketball <laughs> That's, yeah. That was... For a fucking I mean, probably, that was, like, probably, probably the kid's in full court miracle. Probably. <laughs> well, that was throughout the whole Hanukkah season. <laughs> Well, what um, else are they going to do on Christmas Day? Yeah. Uh, I was shooketh by but, that. No, but I, the biggest thing that I was shooketh by is the fact that they, well, they first they tell the dad, hey, by the way, have fun on your business trip. He's coming back to, in a day. 
Uh, also, I really want these super cool rollerblades. Another right. t- early 2000s, yeah. like, Disney's kind yes. of trope. This, well, this, I, w- I actually thought this movie was from the 90s. I think it was from exactly 2000. But then I remembered that the 90s lasted until, like, 2004. Pretty actually, I was going to say, it's it basically... It is actually 2000. Yeah. And I did write down one of my notes after what kind of monster schedule this basketball tournament <laughs> is that this movie looks a lot older yes. than I thought it would. <laughs> As I read 2000 and I was like, oh, people are going to have hit clips or something. Like, <laughs> this looks really old to me. It but looks I guess pretty old. It still feels you know, like it could, it could be that they, like, filmed it in, like, 98, 99, and then had to take, like, a year to do post, and then, like, they didn't want to release it. They needed to wait till the next Christmas to release it, so it could it have been. It could have been that, too, yeah, because yeah, they were Because that's, that, that's what I feel like the situation is we're running in with the Zombies movie. I feel like that movie's done, but they're just waiting for the next Halloween to release it. But so, then they reveal the fact that these two girls are going to school. They have school three days before Christmas. In what world? In what world? <laughs> yeah, that is very unlikely. Yeah, like, I know it's pro- it's public school, and, like, you know, they don't... But, like, the 21st, I would think, would be the latest, Yeah, right? they, like... I mean, I, like, even if you have... The way they're setting it up is that the Christmas Eve is on Saturday, Christmas Day is Sunday. Yes. So you're already... Ha- I get that you're thinking, like, oh, we can just start it on the weekend, whatever. But in general, you still give them, like, the week leading up to Christmas off. Like, I was so... C- completely blown away that they th- that they made these kids go to school. It doesn't completely... really make no. No. any sense. But then uh, they go into the school and we see Allie sitting in English class. She's, she's obsessed she's, with Blake. She's just doing that classic thing where she's writing yeah. Blake Lynch, Blake Lynch all over her notebook. Yeah. And the teacher catches her and she's like, oh, Allie, uh, how's that creative writing paper I assigned you going? And she's like, oh, uh, great. Uh, best thing I've ever written. And she's like, really, what's it about? And this was weirdly a scene I remembered was that she But like, also, keep in mind, it's also, this scene goes it, nowhere. No, yeah. Nowhere. Well, it, it informs of the, about the paper. But, but did it need to go on for 20 minutes with her making up a no, fake No, that paper? was cringe. That no. was cringeworthy. No, but this, that's what I, like, I guess that's why I remembered it, because it's such a dumb, no, cringy moment. Because she's like, oh, she like, looks around the room and sees a picture of William Shakespeare. She's like, oh, it's about William Shakespeare, who wakes up in modern times, and but no one knows who he is, so he gets a job at a fast food place, and he writes a new play about pickles. And like I was like... Awful. What? Wait, is this supposed a to... A tale is of this, two pickles. Is this like a history class? So no, it's, it's a writing class. No, also, oh, it's a, you know, I better say something really quickly before we move on to the next batshit part of this movie, yeah. is the fact that, that the, the assignment that these yeah. girls are so desperately trying to avoid, the desperately, like, by the, like oh, they yeah. cannot yeah. finish this assignment, is well, a fucking creative writing paper. Mostly, You know yeah. how not hard that is? No, You're in the sixth easy. grade, just make some shit up. She basically anything. made it up while yeah. sitting there. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and also, not only that, it's five pages. It's and, five. It's five pages. pages. It, like there's five. Probably double space. No, she, no, she, she did say single. single space. Oh well, fuck me. <laughs> don't write it. Make no, it so bitch. It's a dissertation. But uh, no, you're absolutely right. But also just the fact that, but it's mostly it's all Allie. Uh, Sam says at one point she gets her no, done. No, she's almost done. She's yeah. almost done. That's because Sam is a good person and yeah. Allie's a piece of shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like as much as I remembered Brenda Song being the main character, I feel like she kind of should have been the main character in this movie because she's a bad person. Yeah. But so then they walk out of class because she gets literally saved by the bell. And then she they're talking about like, hey, that was pretty clever making that up. She's like, well, now I have to write it. I don't remember any of it. And then they get stopped by Blake. And, like, yes. hey. and then we meet oh Blake God. Lynch. And he's like, hey, girls, you still coming over to decorate? And he's like, cool, cool. At my random ass so, Christmas day see party? You there. And we see this child. And I say <laughs> Wait, child. No, and no, I say my, child. My note is he looks younger than DB. Literally. <laughs> no, literally. Dylan calling back to his last I, episode. He no, is, this kid is six. He's, he's so and he is like young. tiny. I wrote down number one. I wrote down Blake is eight years old with and, a massive overbite. Yep, and he has yep. a foot 
and a half shorter than both of these girls. That's, and they also shot like, him on, on a stair. They it put him did. on a stair yep. to make him even his look taller. His backpack looks massive in comparison <laughs> to his torso, too. Like, well, could they not find an older looking kid? Like, well, he's that's Blake. He's that's the kid fucking everyone. This, this, right? <laughs> this is the only part of the movie he's in, so they must have just grabbed some PA's kid and they're like, hey. It must have been literally some PA's kid that came back from third grade yeah. let's just put him on some stairs no one yeah. will notice no a kid's still in kindergarten he only has school for a few hours each morning I maybe the labor laws were more uh, e- easier that was the kids unbelievable that age. I could That's not Blake. believe it that he it's absolutely hilarious uh, but so then they walk to their bikes and they're like oh hey what time is it and then Sam's like oh it's like four and I was like you just got out of school and it's four how late do these people keep that's you that's actually that's what Alexa said too she's like four yeah because yeah. usually decoms are the opposite kids just go home yeah, yeah whenever you can leave in the middle of the no. day yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they're like, hey, let's, then Allie's like, no, no, well, I, I gotta get home because I gotta, like, wrap my brother's gift or something, some, whatever. And they're just like, well, we're never gonna make it before he gets home. It's like, well, we'll just take this shortcut through the woods. Yeah. Always, you know. I wrote down. That's always a, great. A, always a good idea. B, you know, the famous Los Angeles woods. Yeah. Where <laughs> I said that out loud, out loud while we were watching it. I was like, oh, the classic L.A. woods. <laughs> right off of Sunset and Mile. Yeah. <laughs> the magical forest in the middle of well, Los Angeles. I, I actually like Samantha's comment here too because she was like oh no a shortcut last time we did a shortcut like I want like no I, she says I, whenever I follow you into yeah. a shortcut I either end up late or on, oh, the on a missing, missing person's list oh, I was like what <laughs> what is that story I don't think listen I think I think Allie might be a bad influence on Sam I think oh really I, oh wow I know I know <laughs> wow. that she is in um, my heart but so they are biking and they get like lost like they're like oh didn't we pass this tree whatever and then they come across this cabin and then Allie's like you know what I want to break into this place kind of she's like this cabin looks dope I'm just gonna snoop around it like even though it's definitely private property yeah yeah. And she's also like first of all, just backing up, the minute that anyone ever says let's take a shortcut through the woods, yeah. be Awful it your idea. friend, be it yeah. your boyfriend, be it a stranger, just say no. Yeah. That's my PSA. Yeah. The woods are never a good option. If you don't get murdered, you're gonna find somebody who got murdered. You're gonna yeah. see a body. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. The best case scenario, you find Santa's weather machine. Yeah. That's the best. <laughs> that one. is that's and literally the still best. a shitty scenario. Yeah, I was about to get to that. So they look into the window and they see a bearded man uh, working on some kind of machine. And also, it's a beautiful log cabin, by the way. Oh, it's a very nice cabin. And the set design in it, like, if you notice, there's a globe. That's actually yeah. pretty smart it's set pretty design. No, no, right? it's a, no, it's not bad. It's no. fine. Uh, but then he's, like, shouting and muttering while working on things. And then Allie's like, hey, how much would you give me to ding-dong ditch him? And Sam's like, nothing? Yeah. And she's like, if I do it, then you have to write my whole paper. Yeah. And then if I don't take it Again, out. Again, doing anything then, yeah. to get out of this. Oh, yeah, we kind of skip that. She's trying to definitely get out of this. She literally says, I need to find a way out of this paper. And I'm like, it's like a school assignment. It's not like something your mom told yeah. asked you to do. Like, you, you have to kind of turn it in. I don't know what your plan is, like, to fake sick or something. Also, it's not that hard. Yes, Emma, Just we're aware. Just it. We are aware. Also, she's probably had it, like, for, like, weeks or something. Oh, yeah, they said, she she said she's had, like, a month or something. Again, though, yeah, she, and, it, and, it sounds and, like she takes after her family. She waits through, like, the day before to do anything, I also to plan say, anything. Like, I don't want to, again, start crazy theories that we can't back up. But that's kind of what we do maybe here. maybe illiterate? 
Can she not read and write? That seems what? to be the only reason that she could come up with this amazing story in class, but for some reason needs to take drastic measures no, to not she, put she could write, paper. No, she could write uh, Blake's name. Oh, you're so right. That's true, and she does, read the, she does read the card at the end. Oh, so, you're right. Never it, it did say now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, a, it's a three-letter word, man. Yeah. I did, I did like this uh, Annie reboot thing you were pitching, but uh, unfortunately... I don't know. <laughs> but, I, but yeah, there's we can prove it. But then she's like, oh, so yeah, if I ding-dong ditch, you have to write my paper, but if I don't, I'll write yours. And she's like, mine's already done, idiot. Yeah. I'm not gonna... So I was like, fuck that. And then, and then she like goes up to do it anyway, uh, and then the guy throws something into the trash can outside his house, and then they're just like, oh my god, oh god, he's scared. We're scared, man. I can't believe that almost happened. And then he walks out and goes into another part of the cabin. And then she's like, whoa, what do you throw away? And she's like, reaches into the trash and pulls out I, it's hard to describe over uh, audio Boys. I would say it's like kind of it's like an egg shaped thing little man with it's, a face it's little like face. it's like a Furby without the fur kind of the gold metal Furby yeah, well, it's, yeah and it's got knobs no, on it it's got little red balls yeah. for feet it's, picture like the egg from Harry Potter but a little bit more angular yeah. and with knobs all over yeah. it. The, yes. the golden egg. And steel. And, and steel. you know, metal. But yeah. picture that. There you go. Yeah, And it sure. doesn't open and scream. Yes. Great. Cool. Um, and then she's like, whoa, check this out. And then she's like, I'm going to take it. I wrote just the main girl is kind of an asshole. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to no, take it. Is. And then Sam's like, you can't just steal from it. She's like, I'm taking it out of the trash. It's not stealing if you take it She rationalizes throughout this entire yeah. movie. It is the garbage. Like, it's a blurred line. Well, but you're on private property. I know. I'm saying it still is, but I she th- rationalizes it well. But- I didn't think I called her an asshole for grabbing the machine. I don't think that is inherently... Bad. I think the way that she talks to her alleged best friend is bad, and also yeah. just ding dong ditching it. And the point when she goes, I think we can outrun an old dude. When she's she does like, let's ding dong ditch him. Yeah. And she's like, what if he comes after us? I think we can outrun this old bastard. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, gonna give him a heart well, attack. Listen if, she, listen, if you're in the woods and you find a cabin, don't piss off the people that live there. That's a recipe no. for disaster. That's a recipe for murder. That's like yeah. seven hor- horror movies. Um, but so they steal the device out of the trash and then they just start biking for their lives. And then the guy comes back out and starts looking through the trash. Also, Santa, why would you throw it in the trash? Well, he was frustrated, Emma, and you're you're ruined the surprise. Uh, I think we all know where (laughs) this was going. Yeah. Um, he also he Santa. also just throws it out the uh, he also just throws out the door and of course it just happens to land like Perfectly in the trash. trash right yes perfectly uh, but he's like freaking out he's like oh no oh no when whatever so then they go home and they go to Allie's home and uh, we meet uh, the mom's assistant Raul who is the co the, the chef for what purpose does this man serve he's like narrative? supposed to be car- just comic re- comic relief but he's not like, that funny. Is he? He's not that. Funny. I never laughed. No, no, he's not. But funny. I also really didn't laugh in the movie at okay. all. I'll, I'll get to my laughs when they come up. But uh, so they are like, all right, we're gonna go upstairs. Also, there is the running gag where whenever they like always running out of the mom and dad always go walk, and yeah. it's, it's kind of funny. I thought that was funny. Didn't make uh, me laugh. I know, but I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. It was believable. Um, but they go upstairs and they start like fiddling with the machine and they start just you know turning knobs on it. And they are, like, super immediately on board with the fact that this thing controls the weather. They literally, like, oh, this yeah. thing controls the weather. They, like, they turn one knob. That, that would has... not be my immediate No, yeah. I'd they... be like, this thing can spray water. Cool. Yeah. And they, like... they're loving it. Who the fuck well, likes getting rained on? Like, well, at first like... it's like a drizzle, and then they turn the knob, and then it's like a downpour, and they get her whole room. Well, oh, with the knob, so two things there. She's like, oh, how do I turn it off? She she literally just turns it up. Yeah, it's like, literally not that hard to pilot. It's like, you turn a knob. No. 
one way to make stuff happen, turn it the other way. It does break later, but at this point, it's functioning. Also, Brenda Song, go- Samantha, like says, like, "Oh, let me try," it. and like Allie just goes, "No," yeah, just touches another, yeah, like. She, she sucks. Yeah, and it, the, just for the visual, it's like they sit on the table and like an antenna pops out and it starts spinning and a little cloud comes out of the antenna and it starts raining inside. Um, and then they make lightning happen and then they make a tornado happen and then they make an earthquake happen, which is not a weather thing. No, big. It was actually a big truck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Well, it was not buying. Yeah, that. well, because like yeah, it's believable to live in LA and feel like a little shake. But the mom's like, oh, it's a big truck passing by, and he's like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, he's like, like, that's what they said before the big one. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's always a big one. I actually did laugh at that. I did not. I think Joey like tries to get in. He thinks it's his present. Shut yeah. about your present, Joey. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's like tries to buzz in to see the machine and he thinks that that's like a running line. thing. Is that, is that he's obsessed with what his sister is getting? Which in for can Christmas? we always point out the fact that the people who like try to find out what they're getting for Christmas are the worst. They're the worst yeah. people because you're like the whole part of it because you're taking that away from the person no, Joey that you're like trying this. to surprise them with something nice. I hate Joey, and she also multiple times tells him that this fucking golden egg is not it's his not present, present, and he will not get and it. Also, no. let it go. And also, he's hoping he gets a poster of the Laker girl. Also, yeah. why would you want this to be your present? You don't even know what the fuck That's it true. is. Well, he does. At first, he thinks he's like, "You got me a football." And I'm like, okay, it's kind of football shaped. And but then, then at one point, he's like, it has an antenna. It's a boombox. Yeah. I'm like, I'm glad we're in 1988, Joey. It's not a fucking boombox. And then, yeah, then he says, you got me a poster of the Laker girls. And I'm like, you're fine. He's a beast. <laughs> he knows what he wants. He knows what he wants, so he doesn't apologize for it. Um, Apparently, that's what the theme of this whole movie is just very prepubescent men yes. just getting after it. <laughs> but so, this the rackus Joey makes calls the, the rackus. That's not a word. The ruckus Joey makes mm. about his present causes the mom to come up and be like, what are you girls doing? Uh, it's uh, soaking wet up here. You broke a lamp. like, And they like hastily cover the machine and the mom's yelling at them the whole time and they rush to clean it up and the mom doesn't notice a thing. She's kind of, it's kind of unrealistic. The mom is really pissed. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so. You no, want... yeah. The mom should have been. There's water She's like, it's going to ruin the fucking floor. And I didn't think about that. And I was like, yeah, that's what And also, nice and also yeah. we point out the mom's a caterer. Throughout this whole thing, she is super busy because this is her busiest day, mm-hmm. time of year. And she's like, listen, guys, I really need you to like pigeon and not be dickholes this time of year and they you know, do and they ramp it off. they ramp it up and also they I'm just gonna say this right listen. now because of their actions she loses all her business they steal yes. all the money yes. she would have yes. made this year this no, family I thought, I thought, is going to have yes. a very rough yes. fiscal year yes. in 2001 <laughs> yeah. because they have destroyed their mother's business yeah absolutely it's, it's like her big, her big season and then like everybody cancels yeah. I don't know if they pay up front or what but someone lost she, someone lost some money in this deal so they're in the room they're in the room and then she's like Oh, so we've got a weather machine, but you know what we should do is we can make and uh, they make snow and they're like we, we should make a snow, snow day because yeah. she wants to get out of the paper because like, then we'll have a whole extra two and weeks and, 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 and you write five pages yeah. Yeah. and a whole another day to plan what they're wearing to yeah. yeah. a like, six year old like play party <laughs> yes very true on Christmas she's like we need a whole day to plan our outfits for Blake's party and I'm mm-hmm. like come on ladies. Yeah. And so they set it to snow and then put it outside and then they're like, it, nothing happens. And then she's like, oh, what's it? Why isn't anything happening? She's like, oh, it probably just takes a while. And then Brenda gives up immediately. She's just like, well, it's a neat idea. That's because Brenda has her life together and yeah. she has better shit to do, like finish mm. her well, paper. Yeah, she's going to go home and finish the paper. Um, but then we cut... To the North Pole with the tallest fucking elves in well, the world. Well, I don't know, but the, to be fair, they do address this. Yeah, I mean, no, I know. We cut up to the North Pole, and Mrs. Claus is uh, sitting at a desk, and she's like, "Oh, hey, 
Uh, did Mr. Claus call in from uh, the summer cottage? Why yet? is he in the summer that, cottage? Did I miss this? Yes. No, no they, that's they, what they, I said so many times. Call? Other than this film takes place like in L.A., this is just where we're going to put Santa. Why the fuck is he it's in L.A.? It's three days they, before Christmas. And it's his three days season. before. No, they, they do explain it, but it's really dumb. At what it's, point? At, towards, the, towards the end when he's explaining the whole deal with the machine. What does he say? Can he you said, spoil that? Because I need yeah, to know. Sure, I'm going to okay. be pissed. He says that um, he wanted to give everybody the ultimate Christmas present. Guys, that's the name of the freaking movie. Um, and by giving everybody like a nice little flurry, white Christmas snow, whatever, but he needed to work on it. And because everyone's so, everything's going up so busy up in the North Pole because it's the season, it's uh, three days before Christmas, he needed to go somewhere where he could focus away from distractions, which is stupid. Santa, just bring that around next year. So you, you're three days away from Christmas. You, you got stuff to do. Also, you had the whole year. Like, to work on this. He said two months. Yeah, that's true. What he said two months. What the hell were you else doing the other... I guess he came up with months, it in, like, like August I or something. Guess. So Sanders just needs to get away from it all and yeah. escape to his L.A. bungalow in the middle his of the... Cab- yes, yeah. his log cabin in... LA, three days before in Christmas. LA three days before it's a, it, Look, it's a bad call. The moral of the story been... is that nobody is fucking no, ready for nobody's Christmas. nobody's ready. Not even nobody. Santa's apparently ready for Christmas. But... <laughs> Which is his one job all year. He has one That's thing what I said. Christmas. At least these parents have a bone website. and <laughs> That sounded weird. A <laughs> yeah, dog bone website. Still not great. <laughs> and, and a catering business to worry about all year. Santa, you have one job That's to do this one day. But so Mrs. Claus like, hey, it's Santa call. And they're like, no. And then she's like, all right, send in the next guys. And then we meet... Uh, Two elves, one who is played by the guy who does the voice of Patrick on Spongebob, which I called immediately. I was proud of myself that I nailed that. And some dude who is not important. And uh, it Sparky and it's Crumpet? Sparky and Crumpet. Yeah. Or Sparkle? Or Sparky? No, it's Sparky. 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 The dad fucks it up at the end, and now yeah. he corrects him. And the yeah. other one is like, isn't the other Crumpet. one like... Crumpet. No, but the, uh, the good elves that they oh, want to send in. Twinkle and Fiona. Twinkle and Fiona. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. But so... like Fiona the, is just a normal the, name. These <laughs> guys have come to Mrs. Claus with like a pitch... Where it's like we want to revolutionize the this gift. We're gonna make this a business. Yeah. This is gonna this be a cash cow. Such Ms. a Mrs. waste Claus. of my time. Yeah, this whole pitch. But it just comes out of nowhere. They're just like, like she's like, all right, send them in. They're like, everything's automated, and the elves are gonna be telemarketers. Telephone. It's all gonna be great. And then she's just like, why? No, why do the elves need to be telemarketers? Because I don't know. It's uh, and more money. <laughs> make that cash up there. That's all these. That care is about. true. Well, no, they care like, about a lot of dumb stuff, but. Um, anti-reindeer. Anti yeah, well, we're gonna... Sure. Let, let me also cover this real quick. Is I had this movie semi-confused where there was a live-action TV remake of The Year Without a Santa Claus where there was a similar this thing. This has a lot of similarities to A Year Without a Santa Claus. Do you remember that movie? The claymation one? Mm, no. Where the two elves have to go down and help Santa who's trapped in the real world and they ride that little reindeer. That's, n- and- that's not what happens. Santa's sick <laughs> and he doesn't want to deliver. He gets fed up because he doesn't believe people are... Oh, in Santa's the sick. And, and he doesn't... And he gets fed up because he doesn't and believe And so they people. go down to the real, real world to find a little kid that does believe in Santa Claus? Something like that, yeah. But the two, but it's the same thing where it's like two elves that are kind of shitty at their job. Yeah. And they, the, Mrs. Claus offers them like one reindeer. They don't actually take the reindeer in this one, but it's very, it's a very it's a, similar. No, because they built, you know, they seem pretty competent, pretty smart, so they built their own machine. Yeah, that's the thing. Which is these also two are, These two are complete idiots, yeah. but they're the ones who are like automation and industrious and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't know why this was their character traits, but it's, here we go. Yeah, but so Mrs. Claus immediately shoots them down with their automatic Christmas idea. And then she's like, listen, I don't have time to deal with this crap anyway, you guys. Yeah, Yeah. look, Santa, I'm worried about Santa. He hasn't called in yet. Oh, yeah. Also, I got a few qualms. 
with this. I literally, I wrote a note when they're on the phone with each other. Mr. Claus, Mr. Claus, I'm <laughs> Mr. Claus, Santa Claus goes. He calls her Mama. Yeah. And I was like, I wish that his Mike Pence sounding yeah. ass would not oh. call his wife Mama. Yeah, I know. I did yeah, think of. Uh, I did think of that too. But then during this conversation, Santa Claus calls and he's like, Mama, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, the the weather machine. It's been stolen. And she's like, stolen. And he's like, yeah. I reached. I, I looked all over the place. I checked every under every nook and cranny. Checked through the garbage, and I and then uh, Sparky's like, "Did you check your pockets?" And he's like, "Huh, it's too big to fit." Which, which shows up again. Which later well, again, on. it's kind of funny the first time. And then he's like, "Listen, boy, I mean, if it's in the wrong hands, we're in big trouble." And she's like, "All right, I'll send down Fiona and Twinkle." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. I, it's three days before Christmas. You can't take my best elves away." And so Sparky and Crumpet. crumpet. I keep forgetting Crumpet. Yes. Are like, oh. I don't know which we'll... one's Sparky and which one's Crumpet either. Sparky is the Patrick one, and Crumpet's. You can just say the black that one. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't help. Just <laughs> One of them is black and one of them is white. Which one is the black one? It's not racist. There it's we a, go. It's, an, it's, an, it's an observation. Know, You're like that Amy Schumer skit yeah. where she won't say the black guy helps her. It's literally like, just an observation. Do. I know. Okay. Um, but so the Patrick one just tell me black. I'm sorry okay <laughs> anyway so they're like we volunteer we'll go down because lord knows we, we don't help anybody up here because we're bad at our jobs and she's like alright fine you don't have to go that far so only take two reindeer and then he's like uh, Sparky is like listen small problem with that I am afraid of reindeer and she's like well he's like yeah one bit me once and I'm afraid of it these are and, such shitty elves yeah Awful. that's the point they're bad elves and then, and then so they're around reindeer all fucking year you like get I mean, over they, it they might, not, they might not be in charge of the reindeer we don't know what they I, do there's, but they're around them like I guess but then they're like listen we got a plan though we made this the SUV which is like it's like a the body of like a 1990s Corvette kind, kind of, of kind of Corvette yeah. weird but it also looks more like it's made out of like a bed of the Corvette not like the actual body frame like yeah. it's weird and it's called the SUV, the Santa Utility Vehicle, which I thought was pretty good. That was I like that. That wasn't bad. No. And so she's like, whatever, just go do your thing. And so then we cut to the next morning, and sure enough, uh, there's a bunch of snow. Oh, no, wrong. Sorry. Um, we cut to later that night. And there's a and it starts to snow and they're like on the phone with the dad and then mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh it's, it's snowing, snowing it's yeah. crazy and then they run out uh, mm-hmm. into the streets and start frolicking in the snow and Brent and Brenda Song and her mom come out uh, just her mom we'll talk about that in a minute um, <laughs> <laughs> we and, will get there yeah and then we cut to Edwin giving a news report and he's again horribly awkward Edwin, and bad at his I job I wrote down here this was when I actually made the decision to say what. Is the weather dude fucking okay? <laughs> Why does he speak like that? Also, this is the dad from Girls. Anybody that watches Girls, this is Hannah Horvath's dad. Oh. So, Wait. before they explain later, like, why he has his job, I literally wrote down, he he has to be someone's nephew. Incompetent nephew. Incompetent. I, well, incompetent. I did write down also, how does he have this job? Yeah, no. Like, I, how how I is he not fired kept, anything? Like, I, I kept <laughs> waiting for a joke that was going to explain it, and they finally They finally did, did it. They finally Thank God it they so did. Long. Yeah, yeah, it did take a while. But, uh, so he's giving the news report, and he's like, yeah, you know, sunny, warm, whatever, and then, like, he gets handed a piece of paper, and he's like, uh, been handed a bulletin, uh, but it must be a mistake. It says he that literally there's been... <laughs> crumples it and throws it. He, like, he is, rips it in he half. He's so disgusted that, Yeah, that's the thing. Is that's where, this is where Edwin's character starts to get kind of weird, because I thought he was just such an awkward, like, 
not necessarily incompetent, but just like awkward meteorologist. But he thinks he's the best meteorologist yeah. on the planet. He's like, no, that's impossible. Like, you're wrong. I'm, of course, right. He's like I... so arrogantly malicious about it, too. Yeah. Like... They also give him like three different telegrams. No, right? no, that's the same one. They keep picking it up and handing it back to oh. him. And he's like, no, there is no possible way. There's so... no... And then they like get, and then they make a yeah, snowball and throw it at him. Snowball at him. Which is kind of funny. And he's like, oh, I guess somehow there is snow. And then after he gives his report, and what he does is he takes like a little spoonful of snow and pours it into yeah. a flask of bubbling blue liquid. And I was okay. like, also yes. And I then wrote also down- has an unbelievable like software program on on his computer to track yeah, like, like the I, origin I, of I, a storm. Why is the weatherman doing? fucking chemistry that yeah. has nothing to do no. with tracking weather. i thought what he was about to do what he did was he would like put snow into the flask and then the flask was somehow connected to the computer and the computer was going to take the snow and figure out exactly where it came from and i was like that's the craziest thing i've ever heard yeah but uh then a guy he literally has a lab like set up at his like a chem lab at his desk yes too. It was, it like, then he yeah. is doing yes chemistry. exactly yeah. And then uh, he gets called into the office of the guy in charge of the station, and he's just like, dude, you're freaking the worst. Yeah. You suck at your job. You're so... And I was like, finally, someone's speaking for the audience. You're so goddamn boring. Like, this is your opportunity to turn things around. Go out, get some stories about people, you know, falling in the snow, celebrities inconvenienced by the snow, all that stuff that people like. I do want to say also the the bit that this man is running, the network head, like, he is doing classic, like, Jonah Jameson, like, you want to get me? This, I literally thought I was like, I need pictures of the Spider-Man now. Like, he's doing, like, classic, like, yelling in, like, the Atlantic accent. I was like, what is happening? Do you see the wall of degrees? He's got a lot of degrees. He's got, like, 12 degrees. I I didn't see that. He has a lot of degrees. A ton of I think they to def- be a network head, yeah, like I definitely think the, the crew definitely had everybody bringing your degrees. We're gonna hang them all. Yeah, the wall, and, and everyone bringing your nephew, and we're gonna make them the sex <laughs> of this movie. Uh, but then we get the exposition that uh, the only reason this guy keeps around is because he's married to Edwin's sister, and then he's and they and show then- a picture of oh. the actor dressed up as a woman yes. to be Edwin's yes. sister, and then he says, "And even your sister thinks I should fire you." Yeah, <laughs> which is cold, but sister's right. But I think that's funny. I think that's a pretty good guess. That wasn't bad. Uh, and then they wake up uh, Allie wakes up the next morning and like they're like waiting for him to say something about like the school closing she legitimately did not do the paper like she was no she was banking banking on this that was so ballsy and it was flurry very ballsy yes I mean, she really banked on it. Yeah, but he's giving this whole awkward report of, like, oh, snowfall records and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then she just changes the channel, and then the person gives the school closures. And then they do, they, like, they like trick you where it's like, oh, she's, I, like, she reads the list, and then she didn't say her school, and then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I skipped one. Horace Green L- Junior no, High I think or whatever. It was, oh, was I? I thought it was, like, Grant. Grant, it's Grant. Something. Yeah, something. Yeah. I don't it know. It was a G, I remember I that. don't know or care. And so then we get, like, a whole montage of everybody in L.A. super enjoying the snow and like sliding down a hill in inner tubes and stuff which is kind of fun and nice and like it's like it's dumb but whatever oh also sparkle and no sparky and crumpet sparky and crumpet um like run out of gas and fall to the earth at some point who cares yeah these guys built this machine but can't remember well sparky forgot to put gas 
So the two elves show up at the cabin with, like, dragging the SUV behind them, and then they're like, hey, we're here to help you. And then he's like, bitch, I don't want you to. Like, I needed Fiona and Twinkle. And he's like, well, listen, they were a little give busy. Give me Fiona and Twinkle yeah, or give like, me death. <laughs> they're like, listen, we were a little busy. They were a little busy, you know, but we figured that you should get the best elves for the job. And he's like, whatever. I not need you, fuck. Nah, yeah, it's not you. And he's like, listen, we need to, we're here to help you find the machine. Like, here, retrace your steps and everything. And he's like, I did all that already. Like, I looked over every single bit of this, and he goes to pick up the garbage can lived and finds a footprint perfectly preserved underneath it yeah and it's th- how fortuitous incredibly mm-hmm. fortuitous and then they like uh the two elves like run it through like csi forensics where like they and they're like we invented this program they speed through yeah. all yeah. of that but you just are, where that's what i'm saying that in two... the interim they invented a program yes they invented two programs because at first they're like, oh, it's got a vertical tread pattern, it's got this, this is much long, whatever. And then he's like, so using that, the computer should be able to tell us. And the stand is just like, it's this sneaker, it's this bit from this size, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, we're also supposed to assume for this movie, folks, for you folks at home, um, sorry to get all narrow-minded into one religion, but Santa is Jesus and knows literally Everything. Santa knows everything to a creepy degree. No, very creepy. Because he, because like, he, he knows, knows it all. he knows the size of every child's feet, apparently. Which is not even toys. You would no. think he would only have toy-related knowledge. It's well, shoe-related well, knowledge. Well, he does it's say privacy-related. He knows Samantha dancing to yeah, Ricky Martin. No, yeah, he like, sees. All, I guess because he's he all. Sees all. He sees you when you're sleeping. He, he knows, knows when, when you're, you're awake, awake. <laughs> and when you're asleep, you don't want to know. Uh, but uh, he says that he gave out like a thousand of them in L.A. Uh, no, so, no, his exact comment is, like, there were, like, roughly a thousand girls in L.A. with, like, a size seven or something. Size six, I it think. It makes it no, sound seven. Like... Right. Objectively, yeah. he's really lowballing it. Have you guys seen... Are you he's kidding me? aggressively lowballing it. There's no way. There's, like, a million. Also, like, well, but he's, he's counting the ones he gave away. Maybe, does Santa not come to... Because he kind of for the Jewish population in L.A.? That he doesn't go to those houses? That's a good point. <laughs> is that's that what that's true? That's true. I, listen, that might be listen, part listen, of there's it. a lot of questions that this movie... My thing I, is I, I question Santa's his numbers there. This, yeah. His immediate like fixation on this and like knowledge makes it sound like Santa does have a massive foot fetish, yep. which kind of creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Not great. Not great. Um, and then he's like, okay, so we know that we have to just start going through all of them. Let me, I suggest we start with the girls who are on the naughty list. Those naughty, naughty girls. No, they don't (laughs) just say the naughty list. Because I think it's separated by gender, even though gender is a construct. But this was 2001. It was a different That's time. That's true. Yeah, they but did these separate lists it. are separated by gender. So we're yes. not just going to the naughty list, folks. We are going to the naughty, naughty girl girls. list. Those naughty, and naughty we, girls. And we will say this over and over again until I want to rip my hair out. <laughs> Yes, and so Sand, and it's you're right. I mean, it's very bad, and the it's not the fact that it comes so quickly after the foot thing is really bad. It's but not so, good. So he's like, oh, we got well, we got the digital version of the list right here. We'll just go through it. He's like, no, idiots, I have the literal list right here. Let's just we have just have to start going around and asking kids. And then they show a few of them. But the craziest thing is that they set this montage. To secret agent man. Yeah, this yes. was wild. This was wild. They literally, they literally as come around. Fuck. They literally come around the corner and they start playing like the, mm. however the song goes. There's a man who leads a life of danger. 
and I was like, what is happening right now? And it's at first I thought it was just like, you know, a song like that is sounds like it. But no, it's, no, it's the so full legitimate. like you would have think they would have used like maybe a Christmas song that is in the public domain, like here Santa Claus is coming to town or something. I don't know. But like Secret Asian Man is such a weird choice. It was I, an incredibly weird choice. And, and it but didn't the, fit that well. No, either. but also like, on top no. of on top of the creepy Santa thing is the fact that him and his two elves are going up to girls saying, yes. hey, Tina, hey, Caitlin. This was hey, no, fucking you imagine? Yeah, just going up to children saying, hey, I know your name. I'm I an thought, elf, by the way. I thought they were setting up for a gag where, like, somebody's mom was going to punch the shit out of one of them. Yeah. Because they were literally going up to random girls, like, in playgrounds being like, hey, Lindsay, you're on the naughty girl list. You take You've been Santa's, a naughty girl. You take Santa's You've been a naughty, 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 been a naughty, naughty little girl. I was girl. really <laughs> thrown by that. They're like, did you take Santa's weather machine? They're like, no, we swear. Like, yeah. no one, also, like, dude, no one was anywhere near us. Also, again, they're just so accepting of, you're an elf, okay, Santa's real, okay, he has a weather machine, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. Also, we did. We kind of glossed over it, but the fact is that the two that uh, Sparky and Crumpet are full-grown men. They they have they have just. They also uh, don't look like elves. They're wearing hats to cover their elf ears, which is their only giveaway. Yes. So they just do look like creepy dudes yeah. approaching young women yes. in parks. Literal, literal children. Um, and the way they explain that away is and that much they, like a shortcut through the forest. That's one of my big no-nos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the way they explain that away for why they're tall is just the fact that we just—it's just a misconception down here because it's like they're because this is during their automated speech where they're like, "Oh, who cares if we make things automated? They don't—they don't—they still get stuff wrong down there. They, they think we're all you know like two feet tall and have high squeaky voices and whatnot. And like all the girls are like, "Aren't you supposed to be short and have a squeaky voice?" They're immediately. But they were—they did say like, "Oh, don't say it." It's yeah. brought up like, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. About about they are very, very self-conscious about their height. And yeah, but not you know that they around. should take a lesson from. Blake. He doesn't have any self so He actually no. looks like a fucking elf, and he is still out here. That would have been a great slaying. twist. That would be a Blake's fucking elf. Blake is seriously the spirit, secretly the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his party's on Christmas Day. Yeah. Everyone shows up. He gives how gifts. Yeah. That tracks. That honestly sounds great. I, I like it. Um, but so they do these two. They talk to like three girls. Also, we see the fact that Santa can just straight up teleport. Yes, uh, literally <laughs> amazing uh, special effects. And that's going to come too. into to play later when teleporting would be super useful. Uh, but uh, so they track all these girls down, and none of them say they have it. And then we cut to uh, later that evening. Allie and Sam are talking about like, man, this was super dope. Snow machine, great. But then they find out that the, the dad calls and is like, hey, I'm stuck in San Francisco because of the snow. The snow's like reaching me and so are my flights delayed. And then, uh, so I might not make it home when I said I would. And keep in mind, this is like December 23rd. So tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Uh, they're like, oh, right. You know what? Let me just run upstairs. I forgot something. And then they turn off the machine. And I was like, why did you just leave it on? The second school got canceled, turn I would have turned it off. I would have turned it off. I've gotten what I needed. There's no, like, I get that they're children, so maybe they don't grasp the number of problems with having a bunch of snow in yeah. L.A. But, like, I would have just been like, school's canceled, cool. Uh, yep. Mission done. accomplished. Absolutely done. Let's figure out what we're wearing to Blake's party yeah. for Let's the whole Let's get event. ready for Blake's oh, that, party. No, actually, that, I think that is what they're doing. Isn't she like, I'm going to wear like these pants and this Samantha, shirt. Samantha's clothes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That Allie just fucking took. Okay. Yes. Again, she takes so much. Yeah. She's not a good friend, No, guys. no. She's shitty. And then, and then she's blatantly like, 
Uh, can you imagine if my dad wasn't here? Yeah, read, let's, let's, read we the have fucking room. Let's, let's read the room. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna we go. Then we're gonna to go to break. So she says. I need this. So there, this, to this this was the next big thing. We're gonna do this and then we're gonna go to break. So she says we better. I'm, it's a good thing we turn the machine off. The snow better stop soon. I can't even imagine what it's like to not have my dad here for Christmas. Yeah. that and would then, be so and, terrible. And then Sam's like, Yeah, I can't even. Yeah, and then she's like, Oh. Sam, she, I'm no, sorry. No, she literally goes, she's like, yeah, I could imagine. Like, she literally just dead stares at me. She's like, yeah, you know what? Actually, I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And, and so, get into and so here's, the, here's the thing, is that we had only seen Sam's mom to this point, but I had held out hope. I had held that out a small wanted, amount of hope. That they wouldn't do it. That there you would also not remember be... this movie wrong. I, you I, thought I, that Sam's dad comes into play. I thought I remember seeing da- Sam's dad at the end or something. No, I was wrong. That's like an apparition because no. he's the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> snap. You got me. Um, but then, uh, so she's like, yeah, I can't. She's like, oh, my gosh, Sam, I'm so sorry. And he's like, listen, it's not a big deal. My dad died when I was so young. Yeah. I when don't, I was three. I don't three. even remember him. And I was like... Disney, stop. Just so I'm unnecessary. They couldn't it was get through so, one movie no. without shoe this, this, no. this is almost like, it's literally like, it's the same thing as Johnny Tsunami, where it's like, why even reference it's it? so unnecessary. It, it adds nothing no. to the plot. You're not doing anything. Other than literally, story. like, they write it and they're like, all right, we have to capture, like, kids like that, like, so they can connect, right? That's why they I have to do it. All prove that... Allie is more of a dick than we already thought she was because she's running around crying about her dad being in San Fran. Meanwhile, Samantha's dad is chilling in the great beyond this Christmas. <laughs> like, I, it just makes her seem more insensitive and terrible. Yes, it's but it's just so egregious that they take time out of the movie to point out, my dad is dead. We're not going to talk about it for the rest of the movie, though. We FYI. will not. Well, yeah, it's... No. Guys, it's literally, like, peak. Like, we've made this joke also, a bunch, wait, like, oh, guys, Disney needs to have dead parents. This is the peak of that. Okay, so also she's, like, talking... She starts talking about her dead dad. Friend of song does. And she's, like, he... So this was his favorite time of year. He loved Christmas. My mom yeah. said if we would have mm-hmm. let him, he would have kept up our Christmas decorations all year long. Which yeah. is, like, a really sweet moment. And mm-hmm. I actually... Brenda Song is actually delivering her she's lines good. better Again, than anyone else. Brenda Song should have been the main character. She's delivering her lines better than anyone else in this, mm-hmm. except for maybe the mom. And she's doing really well, and it's really sweet. And you're, it's kind of is what I get with Dylan is saying, where it's like, oh, it's like a moment for them to connect. It's like nice character development. Until Make This Everything About Me, Allie yeah. jumps in and is <laughs> like, yeah, parents are so corny like that. My my dad, my, like my alive dad. Exactly. Every, me, single, me, me, every me. single year gets my mom this charm bracelet. Since, like, it's just this thing that they do. And like every year she acts surprised about the new charm for her charm bracelet. And it's just like, oh, but it's like so cute. And she cries and gets all weepy. And I'm like, totally seals I, the emotional moment. Yeah. Like, I literally from, wrote down and I was Sam. like, no one cares about your fucking alive parents. <laughs> Comfort your friends. <laughs> like, she's like, yeah, my parents do. So corny. She's like, she's not saying her dad's corny. Her dad's dead. Yeah, yeah. She, she literally him. just reminded him, her best friend of her dead father, and then apologized for like a second. And then she gives her this whole heartfelt speech and she's like, you know what? Let me throw this back on my me real quick. My parents are so yeah. corny, too. And I'm like, your, your dad isn't corny. He loved Christmas, and now he he's may, dead. Maybe he was corny, but now he's not. Yeah. It's, I, it was the most drastic juxtaposition, mm, and I was so annoyed. You, you could literally cut the entire 
aside from the fact that they give the exposition about the charm bracelet, you could cut that entire conversation and lose nothing, nothing the from bottom. the movie. Then Allie goes to bed, and in the middle of well, night, the mom. No, the mom goes. The storm's over. Yes. No, don't worry. Three separate people say the storm's over. The mom says it. The brother says it, and somebody else says, "I think it's over." I, and then I said in my notes. I don't think it's over. Because I said the storm is over when the machine says it is, bitch. <laughs> because we we cut to Allie in her bed, and just outside her window, the machine starts to spin again. And ooh, the machine is going on its own, and more snow is coming. And, and it's not over. And we're gonna talk about it after the break. So uh, stay frosty, listeners. We'll be back in a second. Yikes! <laughs> Listen, it's the way. It's that's the, tough. That's how I do things. I'm gonna stay buttery like a crumpet. No, that's not true. Yeah. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'll tell you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and checking it twice. He's gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town So they wake up in the morning and they find out that the snowstorm is only intensified uh, Edwin's on the news again giving a horribly awkward report talking about uh, the snowstorm. And he says, like, oh, you know, because, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt slipped and fell on her ice. And I immediately wondered... Do they say Jennifer Love Hewitt? They say Jennifer Love Hewitt. And I was like, do they have to pay her or clear that? Or, like... Well, how does that work? Because I feel like if I was Jennifer Love Hewitt's representation, and then I can't believe I didn't I pick up on that. I was no, I would not, not want to be mentioned. No, yeah, I would want to stay as far away from that as possible. Yeah, they do it again. The cast they, of friends. They say is the also cast of friends. Uh, they yes. say they get snowed into their studio. Um, but so Edwin's giving this report about how bad the snow is, and it's like fourteen inches or something, like a, a huge amount. Um, and then uh, it cuts to him. Back at his little chem lab desk, whatever, and he's running a simulation. And this was the craziest thing: is he literally gets the exact the address. home address. The address. It's like the one one thirteen, whatever the fuck yeah. lane. Yeah. That the storm originated. He's like, he's like, I need to find because he's because he said earlier, it's like it's no like no other storm where like it comes in and spread and like covers a certain area. It started at one point and spread out. Like, it's crazy. And so he's like, I need to find where it started. And I thought, you know, maybe he'd get, like, coordinates or something. No. The literal legal address. address. Here you go. Also, if storms don't work this way, why would software work this way to be able to track it? He says multiple times. Listen, I I don't know enough about meteorology to back up literally anything Edwin says is being. I know for a fact that you don't have to do chemistry to do meteorology. You don't have to pour things into blue test tubes. Like, Fucking Bill Nye the science guy. I, I guess. Um, so the head of the station is like, oh, the Kansas French just got snowed in. We need you covering that story yeah. now. And then he's like, yeah, sure. Get right on it. And then he leaves. I, I don't know if he's like using that as a cover. He's going to cover that story. But he leaves because he wants to go to this address. Um, we go to we cut to the house. And uh, Jen's mom. Jen. Who the fuck is Jen? I don't Jen? Know. I don't know. Sam. 
Who? I don't know. Hoops? I don't know. Oh, freaking, isn't that Brenda Song's name and Get a Clue? I don't know. I, I don't know. Right. Who I think Jen that's where I pulled oh, it. Oh, maybe it is. Jen. I think I pulled it. So I pulled it. Brenda Song's mom is dropping her off, being like, oh, well, I got to go work at the hospital. So, you know, like, watch my kid, uh, considering you're snowed in or whatever. And then they're like... We had a big problem with this mentally. And I do want to address it for the folks at home that may have seen this movie. We got to a good place with it at the end. But me and Lou were really struggling with a certain point of this. Where doesn't Brenda Song live the fuck across the street? She lives literally across the street. Literally across the street. And the mom is picking up and dropping up. Picking up and dropping Because there was an earlier scene where it's like, oh, your mom's here. I was like, You live there. You live right right there. there. And I get to the point where when the storm gets really bad, I Mm -hmm. guess. Like, maybe... But like even then, no. But what we came to at the end, Luke, you were better explaining this, so you can Uh, explain what What I what I assumed was happening is that the mom is like, uh, you know, works at the hospital, and like my understanding is that she, our dad works at the hospital, and he doesn't usually get off until like six. So if you don't have a parent at home, like they don't, uh, if she doesn't get off till late, that she probably just goes home with a friend, stays at their house for like two hours. The mom comes home at like six, and like. Goes to their house, says, all right, I'm home. We can go have dinner at our house or whatever. So she's not driving, literally driving her to and from. She's just coming back. She's swinging by on the way back from the hospital. I'm yeah, assuming. and then being like, I'm home. Like, she's like, otherwise Brenda Song would be a latchkey kid. Maybe. I still think you guys thought about that way more than yeah, yeah. writers at all. They were just like, yeah, yeah but that's, it Yeah, up, but that's what we do up. here. But, but <laughs> I still think that she could just pull into her own driveway and yeah. be like, honey, I'm back at home. Or, Come you know, over. just honk the horn. Or honk the horn. lives right there, 50 feet away. 50 feet away. Uh, but so, I think Sam asks her, like, what, why is it still snowing? And she's like, I don't know, I turn it off, it's just, like, going on its own, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then we cut to Edwin sitting in traffic, and he just straights up steals a dude's uh, snowmobile. Because, yeah. like, one asshole in L.A. had a snowmobile, and he was like, now's my time. Yeah, this wasn't like a... If I, so, when I was a kid watching this, I used to think, like, oh, this guy was, like, a cop or something. Or- really? Well, like, who the fuck else would just have a snowmobile? I was like, oh, maybe this is a cop or something. He's that just, comes out of nowhere. No. He's just some guy who, He's just li- some dude. who lives in L.A. and has a snowmobile. But, like, that makes no sense. That came no. in handy one time. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He was like, now's my time. Now's my chance. Yeah. Gonna bust the bad the What snowmobile. an investment this thing was. Yeah. He's, and Edwin says, yeah, I'll mention you in my Emmy speech. Yeah. And this is where I start to get really confused also, about Also, is it Edwin. like a local Emmy? I I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, maybe he thinks he's gonna win an Emmy because he's cracking like how this snowstorm formed out of nowhere or something. That's the thing. This is what I was saying. While I find Edwin's humor honestly kind of funny, his motives and writing around the character are really bad and poor. I, all we have to go on is that the the network head was like, you have to do some real reporting around this storm. So that becomes. I need to now hunt down the address where originally no. because there's probably some funny business happening. No, I, I because people can control the weather now. The implication that I got was that the 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 dude wanted him to do like you know like celebrity stories and stuff, but Edwin being is like a staunch. Oh wait, guys, we missed something. What? Um, before the storm is not over, you we forgot the scene where the kids show the mom their bootleg Christmas tree made out of a cactus. Oh, because they're not going to have yeah. time to get a Christmas tree. Oh yeah, because they're waiting. They're waiting for their because they were waiting for their dad to get. And a Christmas the note tree. that I have on that is that Christmas tree is fugly, and it's the mom me. is looking at it with visible disdain, and yeah. it's like I love it. Yeah. It's like when yeah. your kid makes you a macaroni necklace, and you're like, oh, it's so cute, <laughs> but it's not. It looks like shit. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. It looks and I don't awful. think that was. Intentional, but it definitely does seem like the mom's kind of like. Oh, she doesn't look psyched. No. no, 
It's not good. But yes, we did skip that. Also, one of the notes that I have, it's just nonsensical. I just wrote down, and I don't know what scene this is about. I just wrote, I hate Joey, and I think there's something wrong with it. Not him. <laughs> it? <just> it. <laughs> You're not wrong. There's I mean, something I wrong hate Joey with too. it. And as, I mean, yeah, I could buy it. Spencer Breslin, I don't know what happened to him. Sorry, I derailed No, that. no, 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 it's fine. I have in here, like, yeah, Edwin steals it, and then, like, maybe the dad calls again, like, oh, yeah, I'm stuck. Or, or the mom, the mom's business is suffering. Oh, yeah, we should, yeah. So then, then we go to cut to the house, and the mom, like, everyone is canceling all, all of her. The all the Even Mrs. Stuff. Dombrowski. Yeah, and she's, like, trying to convince her really hard. She's, like... Listen, like it's gonna go fine. I know people are thinking, but like, I like basically trying to get that money. Mm-hmm. But like, and then like during this conversation, the electricity goes, and she's like, "Oh, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine." And then like, Mr. Bradley starts crying, and she's like, "Are, are, you, are you crying?" Like, it, also kind of an okay gag. And uh, then it cuts up to the girls who are like like freaking out because they're like, "I don't know why it's still work going. Like, there's got to be a way to stop it." Like. Let's, they get in like a very intense they, fight. They get here. into a fight uh, with each other. Oh, Ellie goes like in on Samantha. Yeah. She's like, Yeah, you do. You're such a follower. Like, yeah, she's like, like and you're, you're just a big chicken. I want to do X, Y, and Z. You're such a piece of shit. Ellie. And she's yelling at Brenda Song, who is far and away a better yes, person than yes. her. And I literally wrote down here, Why is people friends? They I, seem to despise each other. All Ellie does is vic- viciously eviscerate I, I honestly her think it's because like they're neighbors and they were just kind of friends like growing up. And I guess like uh, Samantha's probably like a good student too. And she's just not like in the popular Allie's dragging her down. I don't know. Yeah. This friendship is not going to last to college, folks. No. Maybe no, not even high no. school. Mm. This might be a Brett situation where they'll be separated into different cliques by the time listen, they get high school. Listen, Sam, Sam's going to go through puberty quicker. Blake is going to give her a lot more attention and Allie's going to get thrown to the wayside. <laughs> that's just, that's just, I just, that's what's going to happen. Um, Will Blake ever hit puberty? Who's to say? I mean, he, no, if anything, he hit puberty already. He's, he's ready to go on everything. <laughs> Um, and so they are like trying to, but then they kind of calm down and then they're trying to figure out what to do about the machine. They say, can we break it? It's like, no, that might make things worse. Allie being a complete idiot. Yeah, that says, was like, unbelievable. Like, Let's extend its antenna so it's in outer the, space. The, the, I literally was like, what the fuck was your thought there? <laughs> she wants to cause <laughs> nuclear winter. Is Samantha she on was LSD? Like, Literally, Samantha was like, yeah, let's just have a global blizzard. Thank God Samantha and, is and there. And literally, Allie goes, oh, you're such like a pessimist. What the fuck? Her plan, folks, just to <laughs> yeah. dial it back for y'all, her plan was, she literally, quote for quote, is like, we are going to attach antennas mm-hmm. to make it longer. So we can Not antennas, clothes hangers. To make the antenna longer. So we can extend the signal into outer space. And... I, at this point, go, the fuck, in my head. And thank God we have Samantha there, the only person with an ounce of sanity. And she goes, um, yeah, so we can have a fucking global blizzard? Yeah. Like, you're going to extend the blizzard across and the And Allie's planet? just like, oh, you're not just, like, thinking. A second, Allie, what the fuck were you thinking? She's like, you you're weren't. a pessimist. I'm like, no, yeah. you're a bad idea, you're- man. <laughs> and... And then, like, Sam tries to, like, reconcile it being, like, do you have a lead box? And she's like, what? And she's like, it's Superman. Apparently, Sam's a big Superman fan. Because, like, that's about Superman, like, got, cancels out radiation. I don't think this thing is radioactive, but I get what you're going for. She's like, well, my, you know, my dad has a toolbox. We could put it inside the toolbox and bury it, which I think bury it's not a bad plan. This is worse. I, and this is also a terrible plan. Bury it? 
I don't know. I think, I mean, wait, like, it's if, better than it's, extending it's, it's the blizzard. Better, it's that's better for than sure. keeping it outside. And, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And then they're, they're also 13. Like, they I'm, don't really know. Yeah. What else I, they yeah. That's, they're, they're kids. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if I had to think of something, of all the ideas I thought of, this is the best one. And it's then, still not a great one. No. no. And then also, yeah, Joey tries to break in again and, like, yeah, see the Joey's machine. Joey's such and, a like, piece of shit. Yeah, whatever. And he, like, sees it on the windowsill being like, oh, nice job hiding it on the windowsill. That's where you hear my birthday present. And it's all bad. And then they're like, we got to sneak out to the garage and then we'll get the toolbox and then we'll just sneak outside and then bury it, whatever. Because the mom doesn't want them to go outside because, you know, it's a blizzard out there and it's it's logical to stay inside. But Joey rats them out and they're like, oh, we're turning yeah, your flashlights. Joey and then sucks. they're like, uh, Fuck yeah, fine, Joey. whatever. Yeah. This so, is, I think, when I wrote that I hated Joey more than anyone else. That's possible. And so then they go out into the garage and are fumbling around in the darkness and freaking Santa and his two elves are there. And again, very creepy. Very, How long very, were they there? And I wrote again. I really wish they would stop saying the word "naughty girl." Yeah. Please stop saying. I guess it. they just teleported into the garage. They still have that power. Also, these two girls do not react nearly as badly as, as they, they should, should to three strange also, men. No one has gotten an adult. If three strange men showed up in my garage, I would be like, "Mom, help!" Like I'm about to be murder ball. Yeah. Someone someone's about to get murdered. <laughs> Um, well, actually, this is this is unlike the other naughty, naughty girls. We see that they actually question. He's like, hey, I'm Santa. These are my elves. We need my machine. And at least they're actually like, well, that's bullshit. Yeah, they're like, no, you're not Santa. And Santa's like, oh, you're, here's your full legal name. Here's your favorite things. You have a crush on Blake. And, like, you are... He says to Samantha, you're the president of the Spanish club, club, and you are a good person, probably. Yeah, yeah you're you're actually on the nice girl list. Here's a train, by the way. Anyway, here, listen here, ho. ho, ho. I, I was I so hoping that when Santa was going through alleys and was like, yeah, you have a crush on, a crush on Blake, that he just would have been, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I was so hoping. I would have loved Santa. I was so hoping. I would have loved Santa, Santa, Santa through a little shade, like he was just done with them. Yeah. Um, and then he really exposes them. Yes, because then oh, she's yeah. like, oh, he wants something more personal. All right, Samantha, you, when no one's around, you like to listen to Ricky Ricardo and pretend. Ricky, Ricky Ricardo? What did I say? Ricky, Ricky Ricardo. Who the fuck like is the Ricky guy Ricardo? from I Love Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Sorry, sorry. Ricky, you like to play. She loves a good vintage. She's an old soul. Listen, she knows about Superman. Uh, but she's like, oh, uh, you like to listen to Ricky Martin and dance to him and pretend that you're married. And then Sam starts laughing. I mean, also, Sam like, does a little laughing. dance. He's like, he's like yeah, yeah, he's he just does. like, he's just a little shimmy. And then she's like, no, that's not true. And then he's like, yes, it is. And what does he remember what he says to Allie? He says, oh, oh he, go, he goes in. Emotional. Oh, no, yeah. He goes he's in like, on you Allie. want everyone to think that you have a perfect family, you curly haired bitch. Yeah. But in reality, your parents don't have any time for you. And yet it hurts you. And that's why you're acting. Out. This is not touched on later in the film in no. any way, shape, or form. No. She it, at the end it does end with the image of her having a perfect family. Yeah, look, yeah, the dad's home. And this is not anything that we see come true. It is a little bit with the mom where they have a conversation. Oh, sorry, they have a conversation with the mom where they're like by a fireplace and they like talk mm. about how they've never used their fireplace probably because it's warm, but also because like their parents are never home and they're just like, I'm not always working. And the kids are like, Yes, you well, are. Well, and there's also a big resolution where like. They don't care about the presents, and they yeah. want their dad home for Christmas. They want to wait to open presents until the dad comes home. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. That's actually that's actually a pretty good analysis, Emma. I didn't get any of that. Thank that's, you. That's, that's good. Good job. 
Um, and I was kind of paying attention. Yeah. And then during the scene, it's also cross cut with uh, Edwin showing up at the house. And just and this is super not funny. Again, this is by this is where Edwin lost me completely. This was so unfunny because he's being like, "I'm I'm Edwin uh, Hardly from the news," and she's like, "Oh yeah, the boring guy." That's what everybody says when he introduces himself. And he's like, "Can I come in?" And she's like, "Okay." Don't know why we'd ever he let. He pretends that they want a contest. Yeah, he says he like, wanted a, a contest. contest. An afternoon with Edwin, and she's like, "Oh." I also, don't the mom wouldn't the mom just be like, "Dude, get the fuck out of here." Yeah, you're not like getting. Okay, I kind of know who you are, but like, yeah, get out of here, dude. And he starts like acting, and he's just like, and she's like, "Can I? Do you want some coffee or something?" He's like, "No." Oh, yes, and you know, like toast and maybe yeah, like cookies, a pot, toast, like, like a, a pot, pot roast. Yeah, like because like, 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 he's trying to stall her, mm-hmm. uh, but I, it's just like I would have. I was, any sane human being would have been like, what? Like, yeah. What are you talking about? I wrote about? my I'm exact gonna... note was, yeah, you won an afternoon with Edwin. Well, that fucking blows. <laughs> yeah. That would suck. Oh, you mean I lost the contest? That's yeah, it was Russian roulette. Whoever yeah. lost had to Yeah, lady, enemy. you got fucked. I'm yeah. sorry. And so then she goes in and starts like preparing food and then calls the dad and is like, did you win a contest? Enter a contest? Whatever. Um, but then the Santa is like. T- he also wants to. He also like asks her to make him a bunch of fucking food to like yeah, that's stall what, that's her. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. Like make her a pot roast. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, just thought that was rude. Yeah, we know we covered. She that. probably has all that that's food the, prepared I did, already. I did actually. think. I did think that's where it was going. That yeah. she was gonna bring out like the turkey because like right away. Yeah, like, because yeah. she was like because all our catering jobs canceled. Yeah. Uh, but then like they, we cut back into the garage and like. Santa's like, listen, I know you have the machine, and she's like, yeah, I do, and he's, and because uh, the thing going haywire, or whatever, and she's like, yeah, can, why, Santa, why did you make the machine? And he's like, because I wanted to give everybody the ultimate Christmas present, light mm-hmm. flurry of snow, it would have been magical. That's why I'm down here. We explained all this already. Uh, the thing they don't ever explain is like, I can buy Santa, you know, having magic powers and whatnot. They don't ever explain why Santa's like a super genius who can just build a weather machine. No. No. They're just like, yeah, that's just the thing Santa can do. He's just, you know, really smart. Because if you can build some toys, you can build yeah. a, a weather machine, I guess. They did not explain why he is a mechanical genius that no. can control the weather. But so they're like, okay, yeah, it's up in my room. Like, it's going crazy. Just take it. I'm really, really sorry. Uh, Allie does have kind of a bit of a change of heart. Like, listen, I'm super sorry. Like, whatever. And then, but then we cut into Edwin snooping around the house, and he goes just in, literally going upstairs going through their and shit. Yeah, yeah. And he goes into the child's room, goes into, into Allie's, Allie's room because he hears a ruckus, and it's Joey, and he has the weather machine. He brought it inside because he thought it was his gift still, and he's and like, it's like going off and like snowing yeah, and aggressively. Snows. And this is when I wrote again: this little brother is so whiny and mm-hmm. fucking annoying. He's the lines in this. He's literally screaming. He's like, "It's my present!" Like screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah, and then and then Edwin's like, he's like, oh, where did you get that? And he's like, oh, the window. He's like, oh, you stole it. And he's yeah, like, yeah, little boys go to jail. <laughs> it was so fucking it's weird. It's really weird. He's like, like oh, little boys, you you go to jail if people find out you stole that. <laughs> and dude, you you know who also also goes to jail. People that just walk into kids' rooms. <laughs> like, people that break into other people's houses also don't fare too well and no. well in a civil court, Edwin. Yeah. And so he's like, give it to me. And then Joey runs downstairs. And then Edwin, again, 
the scientist is immediately like, oh, awesome, weather-controlling machine. Just immediately... Uh, accepts it. Accepts. Um, almost And then he's like... And again, this is what I was saying yeah. with his motivation being and so he goes, confusing. And he's like, with this, I'll be the most... I'll be the greatest weatherman of all time. And makes a comment about the Pulitzer. What? Yeah. Yeah. A Pulitzer? <laughs> a weatherman can win Pulitzers? There's That's no a writing way. prize, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do, do meteorologists write stuff? Like, books about Is he gonna write a weather book? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Also, he's... who's gonna believe you? Oh, I guess his plan is that he's not no, gonna no, no, no. say to yeah, you. No, 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 he's just gonna control. He's him, just gonna, he's gonna, gonna be gonna like, whatever. oh, there's gonna be a massive rainstorm tomorrow and then everyone's gonna be like no one's predicting that he's gonna be like boop weather machine and then that's how it's gonna happen and he'll probably write a book over several years I guess just I guess he'll grow, I guess I guess he'll accrue on amount of fame for being the only dependable weatherman or something guys but, I can't <laughs> assess this yet yeah. <laughs> his motives are very bad but so then they run upstairs to go get the machine and they catch him coming down with it and then he's like and again this is part of the Santa being Santa he knows everybody's name he's like give me the machine Edwin um and then I forget how he like gets around them? Does he like jump over the railing or something? No, he, he jumps, jumps out the, the window. window. Oh yeah, right. Duh. <laughs> well, John, he falls. Yeah, he, he goes flying out of the window. Yeah, and this is the point where I wrote down. So Edwin falls the fuck out of the window. Yeah, with the weather machine in hand. And at this point, the elves and Santa and They're two small girls room. they run up after into Ellie's room and are poking their head out. And Santa's like, Edwin, give me the machine back because he knows everything. Yeah. And then they're like, they see him fall and like kind of stumble, and he's like obviously kind of hurt. And then they're well, like, fell in the uh, snow, so we'll hurt. take the stairs. I'm like, Santa, we saw you fucking teleport a few scenes ago. <laughs> That's true. Now would be some times for you to yeah. teleport. Like, why would you not? And then he gets away and is able to get on a snowmobile. And then leaves, and like they're still going down the stairs yet. Somehow they like know where he ends up. Oh, how yeah. do they know where he's no, going? No, because he's just going down the street, and then the guy who stole who the, that he Grand Theft Autoed is like, "Hey, dude!" And then it causes him to crash into it, like a chocolate factory sweet shop. Sweet because there's cotton candy. And, he, yeah. and, he, and there, I feel like this is kind of an iconic image for this film is the guy in the vat of chocolate. I yeah, feel, I remember that yeah. very well. Although, I, as so I point he out, crashes into a. A candy factory. A candy factory with just a, a giant vat of melted chocolate, and I and me and I noticed this, and Emma even said how obvious it was, is that he falls in the thing and gets chocolate all over the weather machine. But then in the very next shot, it's clean. And then the shot, the next time we see him, it's absolutely dirty. But then when they get the thing back, it's perfectly clean again. It's very inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, he, there's a really bad continuity area where it's covered in chocolate and then a smash <clears> cut <throat> and it's completely clean. And then again, they smash cut again when they he's up on a ladder and it's covered in chocolate yeah. again. And, but so like you said, Dylan, they just follow him and he's like, oh, he went and fell into this candy shop. And every, and I, we were immediately like, what? How did you know that? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then uh, they see the whole, and then this was a, a thing I kind of laughed at, is that the guy who owns the snowmobile is like, oh man, my snowmobile. And he's like, Santa's like, don't worry, Horace. Santa, will, like Sa that. Santa will bring you a new one. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good bit. But so they go in there. Even though you will literally never, never need, need it Never need it again, dude. You're never going to need mm -hmm. it again. Yeah. And so they go in there and they like follow his chocolatey footprints around. And they're, it's weird they're trying to build up like tension, like it's the goddamn predator or something. It's also weird that footprints are coming back into play. That is true. Ooh, Fair. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's theming. Uh, but like they're like, oh. and that's my point with this is that they are, they are trying to build up tension, like it is fucking predator. But again, I don't feel like the stakes are that no, hard. No. Like they're not that high. I don't care that much. I really don't care if Allie's two alive parents are there together for Christmas. Yeah. They'll get together eventually. I guess like so having the weather machine in the wrong hands could be like 
catastrophic, but like, I feel like they'll eventually get it back. It's Santa. He's magic. He can do this. He knows yeah. where Edwin lives. He knows everything. That's exactly. true. He sees you when you're sleeping, and I also when you're awake. Yeah, and yeah. So he, they like are like sneaking through the candy factory and following the chocolate, and then they're like, oh, the tracks disappear. And then, even though there's a ladder... There's literally a ladder right, right there. there. And so any logical human being would think he climbed the ladder. Yeah. But then, like, chocolate starts dripping down on Sparky's hand, and he starts licking it, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, it's raining chocolate. And he's like, huh? And then they all super slowly look up, and he's just huddled in the corner with, again, the greatest weapon in any Christmas movie, a candy cane. A big candy cane. Big candy oh, cane. God. And then Sparky grabs a smaller candy cane and, like, puts it between his teeth like it's a knife <laughs> and, like, starts to climb it. And he starts, like, trying to shoo him away with the big candy cane. And then he, gra- yeah, he, grab- he, yeah. he, he grabs a random winch or hook, and it's, like, on, like, a, a piece of wire with the candy cane and slides a down. Classic gag. Classic yeah. move. Classic. But then, being a freaking idiot, drops the weather machine mid-rail mid- slide or whatever. Allie, it slows down slow-mo. Yeah, Allie yeah. has to make herself Obviously, useful Obviously, Allie's gonna fucking catch it. Yeah. And she fucking catches it. And he falls into a vat of cotton candy, and he's very sticky. and Which whatever. is conveniently soft, so the villain didn't actually get hurt. No, you know how Disney yeah. loves to do yeah. that. Yes. Um, and he, then, they get the machine, and he's like, good job, Allie. And then they cut straight to Santa's summer cottage, and Santa's fixing up the machine. Edwin's in a robe, and still a little chocolatey and cotton candy and like Edwin's like super short too. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Like well, super short. I also think that was part of the gag because the fact that the elves are tall. Like it was kind of a twofold bit. Yeah. But he's like constantly like, oh, you know, I have rights. You can't dress in the elves and stand up. And he's be like, never mind. Sit yeah. back down. Um, but then Santa fixes the machine, but it's still not working. And this is again something I weirdly remembered is that. She Brenda songs like, "Did you change the batteries?" and everyone's laughing at her. He's like, this "No, was you such s- a weird rap." No, you so, no, no, stupid, like stupid it idiot. So There's literally no early call to no. this. There's nothing that would make you be like, "Oh yeah, they talked about that earlier." Yeah. Maybe they that was like it's they, literally just like, "Oh, how do we like?" Wrap this up quickly. We thought of this whole movie without thinking of an ending. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why my brain latched onto this, but I remember this in exact detail. Luke looks at me in the middle of this movie. He just goes, "There's something called ever married batteries." Yeah, it's gonna come into play, and I was like, "What?" And I so what they think is she's like. So did you, did you check the batteries? And he's like, "Oh, you stupid dumb girl! It's you I, stupid bitch! I'm yeah. Santa Claus! <laughs> I I don't I, think I fucking I have, know what the batteries. I have crazy Kringle. I have my own brand of batteries called Evermary that lasts for a hundred years. So what I was hoping was gonna happen <laughs> would be like he would have the batteries, or he would remember that like he didn't use those, and then he would then he would be like. Shit, like I forgot where I put them, and then Sparky would say, "Like, oh, did you check your pockets?" And then he would have them in his pockets. That would have been actually. I know. Payoff. That's what I thought, like the first time I watched it. But I guess. No, yeah. I guess. But the then, but then, on. but then, I mean, he's like, "I have my own batteries, ever marry?" And he's like, "Of course, it's fine." And he's like, "Oh, wait a minute! I forgot when I first put yeah, it together." Some shitty ass I, generic. I, I was, batteries. I was out of, I was out of ever marry, so I had to use normal batteries. Which also, like, what? Like that wasn't. That's the thing. It's like they introduced a problem and then immediately jumped over it. It's like they real. It's like they really want to introduce that ever thing like they what made was the, the prop. point of introducing Evermary if you forgot to put them into the thing I, that's what I'm saying I feel like they had that planned and like that was gonna be the thing that was wrong with the I do feel like this movie I actually liked this movie like as me and Dylan were saying on the break like, it really wasn't that bad but I do feel like this was one of those movies where they had like a kind of a solid plot planned out and like some characters and like 
wanted to do some Year Without a Santa Claus bullshit and, like, kind of knew they wanted to go with it, but had no idea how they were going to wrap it yeah. up. And then we're like, we will figure it out when we get there. And then yeah. they got there and they were like, batteries? batteries. Yeah, it's it's absolutely nothing. It's it's it, again. I have no idea why I remembered it, but it was it really stuck out to me. And then so after they fix the machine, they turn the sun back on or whatever. And then Santa goes up to Edwin. And he's like, "Dude, why are you such a dick?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." And he's like, "Listen, I'm you know, do you know what it's like being a meteorologist? No one appreciates my genius. I've always wanted to be a meteorologist. When kids were playing with toys, I was playing with thermometers." And he's like, "You that know, sounds like a you problem, Edwin. I'm sorry that you sucked." Yeah, yeah and he's and, but that's the thing is Santa. He's like. He's like, you've been so, like, you stealed and lie, stole and lie and cheated and all this other stuff. And I was like, he didn't really do that until now. Like, you're acting like he's been leading a life of crime up until now. Like, he was a, just a normal meteorologist, and then he did yeah, this one thing. Yeah, that channel was like, no more lying, stealing, yeah. cheating. I was like, what, what else has he been doing? Yeah, like, does he have gambling debts we don't know about? <laughs> And then he's like, you know what? You're not a bad guy, Edwin. You just need to go somewhere where your towns are appreciated. Yeah. Where there are people who are like you who share your enthusiasm for the weather. And he's like, if and he goes, if you give you, if I can take you to such a place, we promise not to tell anybody about our adventure and the weather machine or anything. And That's be not a and be and don't be, tell anyone about our adventure. <laughs> and be a good guy. And he's like, yeah, sure, why not? And then so he's like, all right, cool. We're gonna get you girls home. Christmas is saved. You're fine. And then he's like, and then Allie's like, you know what? I know I almost basically caused like Christmas to be ruined and stole your stuff, but I'm gonna ask for one more thing from you. Yeah. And then she like whispers in his ear, and we don't see what she says, but it's pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. What else would? Yeah. Can you imagine? Mommy asked for the rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> She's like, if you could just pick up those rollerblades. Yeah, because, be because they, they can't. They have a carbon fiber, too. Yeah, the carbon huge. fiber wheels. And the parents couldn't find them. Yeah. And then... My shitty-ass alive parents. <laughs> I hate them both for being so alive and corny. <laughs> <laughs> and then so we cut to Christmas Day and the mom's sitting down like, like, oh, kids, you know, your dad couldn't get in even though the snow did stop. Like, so he's probably not even gets in until tomorrow. And then, like, we want to wait to open presents with dad. And what presents? You well, don't have any. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll admit, it's kind of sweet. And then they're like, oh. And then, like, a little card appears on the cactus. And it's like, it, your present it, it should be arriving. It teleports yeah. the cactus. Because, again, that would have been useful. And it's like, oh, your present should be arriving. And then she opens it now. And then a red Humvee pulls up. And the dad gets out. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it's dad. Like, oh, we still can do family stuff, whatever. And they run out. And he's like, oh, man, I didn't think I was going to make it home. But these two guys showed up and said that they were heading my way. And it's Crumpet and Sparky. And they're... Driving a... Jeep, Jeep with I guess. hats on again. I thought, it was, like a, I thought it was bigger. I thought it was like a Hummer or Humvee or something. And then uh, they're like, yeah, we got you, fam. And then the dad gives the mom the charm. Brandon's like a snowflake because theming. Yeah, and, that was good. And, yeah, and it's cute. And then she's like, thank And then she says, thanks, Santa. And then they're like, and he's like, oh, I'm so glad this all worked out because, you know, being here with you guys really is. The, it, it's, 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 and like, then the daughter goes, right? yeah. it's the ultimate Christmas, Christmas present. present. The second titular. You know what, guys? Being here with you guys right now <laughs> is the ultimate It's Christmas really the present. ultimate Christmas present. Gathering around a microphone, talking about the ultimate Christmas present really is the ultimate Christmas present. And then it does the pullout where you think, like, oh, end of the movie. And then we get a weird after, like, 
not after credit scene, but before after credit scene. Credits? Before credit scene. Yeah. Where Edwin, Edwin. Santa's solution was to send him to the South Pole to teach a meteorology course. Well, I think some of that too was like, just get Edwin the fuck away from people. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little he bit. He should interact with other but people. He, but, he, yeah. but he's like teaching a meteorology course to people who all look like And boy, major oh nerd. boy, are, is this movie profiling yeah, meteorologists and people that like enjoy they that. They have a real. Also, want to point out, also want to point yeah. out, none of them are women, which yeah. is not. Nice. Yeah, that's also true. It's all yeah. just dudes. Women with can nerdy... be annoying nerds too. Okay. Yeah, it's all just dudes in nerdy glasses who are like, "Oh, he's so cool," yeah. and it's dumb. But I mean, it's kind of it's whatever. It's kind of fun. But like, and that's that's the ultimate Christmas present. And I just looked at him and I said this. I like this ending. This is kind of a nice ending. because, And I mainly say that just because I feel like a lot of the DCOMs we watch, they really fall out on the ending. I feel like they really... I felt like this one really fell out on the ending. No, like, it I was feel... just so like wrapped up so quickly with no like satisfying payoff. I mean, yeah, but like... But I wouldn't say it wasn't satisfying. I think like it resolved. Like, you know, like the dad got home, we had the nice little moment together, she got the charm bracelet. It's, it was fine. I think all this stuff leading up to... I'm saying all the stuff leading up to that moment... Like I wish the problem solving in this ending had been a little bit more clever. I wish the reason that the the machine malfunction wasn't just the wasn't batteries. just so stupid. No, I, I yeah. It wasn't so easily solved or like something. I just wish that had been a little bit cleverer and not so stupid. Right, but I, I agree with you. I think everything leading up to the ending is kind of dumb, but I think like the nice little moment of like them standing in the driveway talking and like Ultimate Christmas present and thank you, Santa. Yeah. I think it's cute for like a cute It's a good message. It's a cute yeah. a cute little Don't kids be an movie, cute little kids movie ending. I think it was I think it was good. I feel like a All lot right. of DCOMs can't capitalize on their endings but i like that i like that i think it was good ending but overall yeah I, I i like this one i think it's pretty good i think it's a fun little christmas movie for kids it's exactly what it sets out to be it's like when you meet someone and you're like they're really nice like if you can't think of anything else to say yeah. about them except well, that they're saying, nice i'm just saying they're probably a shitty person all right i don't but know they, we, it's fine well, we get it waiting, move on i was also just waiting for you guys to chime in and say something no, I would agree. It's, it's, I think that's what we're saying. It's, it's there. it. It's done. It's, all right. Are we doing taglines or no? Well, we didn't. Well, this movie thing? actually doesn't have a tagline. I think we should just invent our own. Yeah, we can go. It's Christmas. We can It'll get be it. Oh, you only, you only do it for ones. I thought generally, you just no, gen- well, no, we, we generally only do it on movies that have a tagline okay. to improve on them. But it's Christmas. We're in the mood. Let's look. Uh, Dylan, you said you came in with one. So why don't you lead us off? My biggest one was just. Just write your fucking paper. That's it. <laughs> Mine Literally, is... we don't have a movie if you just fucking buckle down and take two hours <laughs> Mine to Mine is very similar in theme. Mindset was, do your homework yeah. or your dad will have a very exhausting layover in San Francisco. That's, 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 kind, of a, that's kind of a long tagline there. Just write your fucking paper. Do your homework. Do I, your my, homework. If I had to do one, it would be that Sam deserves better. She, she better does. Friends. Get a Christmas tree sooner than Christmas Eve. <laughs> or just plan Christmas. Or like, plan. plan. Literally plan. The ultimate Christmas present is a well-planned Christmas. <laughs> yes, the, the ultimate Christmas present is people being prepared for Christmas. That's it. That's, plan with your homework. Plan for your You gifts. know what's funny is that technically, considering there is no tagline for this movie, we made better taglines than the one for this movie because there isn't one. Yeah. Also, Blake secretly must have a, a horse cock or something. <laughs> he, uh, we, he's bringing something to the table. We said earlier that it might be his brains. He might be really smart and he skipped four grades. But it also might be a massive dog. We don't know. <laughs> he literally is carrying Dude, it in a I wheelbarrow did, behind did, him. Why behind him? <laughs> How do, is it that big that it goes down? I think that the tagline should be the ultimate Christmas present. <laughs> it's Blake's, it's Blake's, Blake's, Blake's 
Everyone wants it. This holiday. Blake, Blake definitely is one of those guys this that has the shirt with the mistletoe in front of it, like in front of his dick. <laughs> this season's hottest gift is Blake's dog. <laughs> it's what everyone's talking about. <laughs> Clearly. It Even is, Santa's talking about, is. like, Allie, look, I know you want Blake's dick. It is the But biggest. I have to give it out to 20 other girls tomorrow. <laughs> it is bigger than the Furby was in 2001, I swear to God. <laughs> Oh, oh well. Lord! All I'm right. Not okay. No, it's not okay. We are talking about giants. <laughs> giant. Dick. They made us think about it. No, they did. It's not on us. Um. Okay. So, Dylan, we we've been having we 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 do rankings and whatnot, but we we were talking about the fact that it's kind of become unwieldy to rank things a little bit. There's too so, many. As you're getting, yeah, more. Well, we, we, we decided that starting in 2018, this is also for the audience, we're not just telling Dylan, we're starting in 2018, we're going to adopt a uh, more traditional, like, 1 to 10 ranking system for movies, and then we can rank movies that way, like, say, because it's weird to rank movies by their own standards. Like, this really this really sprouted from Halloween Town 2, where I was like, I had no idea where to put that movie, just because mm-hmm. I couldn't judge it by other movies. So, um... We'll, we'll rank this one, but Dylan, why don't you give us a 1 to 10 rating on this one? Why don't we just start doing 1 to 10? Because I, 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 I was... Doing it. I, I don't know, because I thought we were going to save it for the new year. Let's just do it now. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. So, Dylan, why, so, Dylan, why don't you start <clears throat> us off? On a scale of scale 1 to 10. Scale of 1 to 10, where would you rank this? I mean, how would you... Yeah, 10 being the best. 10 being the best, 1 uh, being... 1, I guess would say... 1 being unwatchable. No, I would say maybe 0 would be unwatchable. 0 like, is truly unwatchable. I would say... We, we, we really are going to have to put out, like, a, a .5 episode or we go back and say, like, this is what we thought these movies are because it's kind of I mean, weird them un- unranked. And, like, we can also put that, like, on our website or on Twitter. Yeah, but it's weird to put it on the web. It's hard to... We, we still didn't get the, these rankings on the website, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Anyway, Um, Honestly, I would probably put it... Out of five. You give it a five? It's just there. It's there for me. It's, like, cute. It is what it is. It's not, like, so terrible, though. I'm, yeah. like, it's so dumb. But it's, it's also not, not... bad. It's not no. great, though. And it's so short. Like, it's they really just kind short. Of wrap no, it up. I feel like most are... I feel like most are about an hour 20. I, I mean, some no. of them are longer. Most of them... Brink most is, of the ones, de- Brink most is of like, two hours. Most of the ones that I watch are at least an even, hour 35. Yeah. Man, this is, like, I would barely say this, an hour 20. I would say this is a five to a six in, in my... I was gonna... I was gonna give it a 5.5. Okay, because I was a six so yes. we got a perfect range right. just because i think i liked it a little more than you guys which is fair you were actually able to handle edwin too. i like because I, I, I thought he was funny could. i didn't think the character was good but i thought he was funny and i truly was so mad about everything that little brother said i had a hard time focusing yeah we're yeah so we're gonna adopt this one to ten system because i think it's gonna work a lot better and yeah we'll we'll put out we'll let you know where the other ones stand in, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're home for the holidays. We got plenty of time to talk about it. So we'll figure it out. But this is our first one. We're going to give it... We're, that average is up to a 5.5. We'll give it a 5.5. It's at a 5.5. 5.5. Um, but we need to talk about what we were watching for January. Oh, no. Which is my birthday month. No. And I I kicked around what I was going to do. I'm just going to do one I really want to watch. And I told Dylan what it was. But... Guess what? It was a trick. I'm not doing that one because in the theme of misdirection, we're watching Now You See It. Oh, was that the magician? Oh, really? The magic one? Oh, yeah. Real quick, Emma, who is the star of that film? Phil from the Future. No. No, it's not. No. No. It's it's the girl from Phil from the Future. Oh, no, it's it's Alan 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 Jackal, but who's the boy? 
Couldn't fucking tell you. Oh, really? The guy that looks like from Phil of No, I thought I had a distinct memory it was Lucas Graybeal. It is not no, Lucas Graybeal. No, no, I thought no. it was Lucas Graybeal, and I looked it up today, and I was like, oh, that's not Lucas Graybeal. I've always thought it was like both of them, but I'm just no, thinking it's of not Raviv. It's Phil. not Raviv and Allie. I thought it was Raviv and Allie, but that doesn't. They are just both in that TV show together. Yes. Who is the main guy in it? It's like Johnny Picard or something. I don't remember his name. It's someone. Is he I, not I, famous? No, I don't know. Um, yeah, Johnny Picard plays Danny Sinclair. Johnny Picard? Yeah. Yeah, who the fuck is I this don't dude? Know. He oh, has I mean, had a. Ro- Allie's bigger on oh, the poster than she, he is. Yeah, I don't know who the. Johnny Picard. I did get it right, Johnny Picard. She's billed first. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Oh, she he was on the Ghost Whisperer. That's nice. But you go, Johnny. No, they <laughs> they also got uh, Frank Langella in yes. there. Like, as, like, that's a pretty big get. I don't know who I, that is. I would argue. It's a good get. But, we will talk about it. Yeah, next but uh, in case you're wondering, it's a movie about uh, teenage magicians, but one of the magicians turns out to actually be magic. And also, Ellie Mashaka is not a magician. She's making a documentary yes, about, about teenage magicians. Yes. Yeah. So, something like Everyone that. Everyone wants to see that. Yes, yeah, so I, but I remember loving this movie as a kid. I remember really, really liking it. But I told Dylan I was going to do Wendy Wu. 91% of people to. on Google like this movie. Yeah, I like this movie. I, I like it. I mean, yeah. I haven't watched it in a while, so maybe it's bad. So that's what we're going to do in January. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us in December. Thank you so much to Dylan for uh, coming on and joining us. For giving us. us this Christmas present. Yeah, being part of this ultimate Christmas present. And as always, you can follow us online at D Comedy Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can follow us, be one of our D comrades, as I am now starting to call our Ooh, followers. that's good. Yeah, I have to... Oh, <laughs> was that Louis suggestion? Yeah, Louis yeah. told me. My friend Louis suggested <laughs> yes. that. But uh, if you want... Louis, I'm giving you credit. Yeah, Louis, no, Louis I was about... Too. I was going to credit him. Good job, um, Louis. Yes. So if you want to follow us and become a D comrade, we would appreciate it. That's uh, so good. Yeah, well, hey, I, I yeah. came up with D commentators. That one was me. I came up with D comedy, you did come which up is with where all this comes you, from. Okay, fine. Um, but you can follow us there. Um, you can find us on audioentropy.com with a bunch of other really, really good podcasts. They're only adding more, and they're all good, and they're all great people. Find one. I'm sure you'll like one. Um, if you can, we'd really appreciate it if you could review us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher. That would be the ultimate Christmas present. <laughs> if you could write on iTunes about how stunningly beautiful I am. Even though you can't see me. But you just know it from the way my voice sounds. Yes. Well, you can follow Emma on Twitter at... Emma Stone Tyler. And see what she actually looks like, which... You're All gonna... those photos are very edited. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. Um, that would also be a Christmas present, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think of... Oh, also, if you want to send us an email, it's dcomedypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us Christmas cards or... We, I still, we still haven't gotten any corrections, which I find is crazy. I, I know, like, I've said some really good Yeah, I feel like shit. we should have been oh, corrected. there was one... One of the reviews you did that I was very much like they did not look at any of this. Well, well, <laughs> general, well generally when we say something wrong, we fought, we say it first. We didn't look. We I'm not basing this on. I've been basing nothing that I say on any facts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so if you want to reach us there for something, uh, we'd appreciate it. And uh, I think that Dylan, do you have you? you I don't have, plug in. Yeah, Dylan no. doesn't have it on. Dylan just shows up and then drops the mic and leaves. <laughs> he yeah. drops some crazy shit about someone having a horse cock and then he is it that crazy? <laughs> Uh, hits the bricks, gets the walking. Uh, yeah, but that's gonna do it for us, guys. Thank you so much. I hope everybody's having a nice holiday. This should come out before Christmas. I'm gonna do my best to get it out before then. <laughs>
But thank you so much for joining us. If it doesn't deal us. with it, happy new um, year. Even if you're not celebrating Christmas, yeah, happy new year, happy Hanukkah. I think Hanukkah's, like, is Hanukkah over now? Not yet, almost. No, almost. Um, but whatever you're celebrating, I hope you're doing, surrounded by people you love and you're having I a great time. I hope you're watching you're something safe. better than whatever the fuck we are. Also, I, I hope you planned. Yeah, I hope you planned. I hope you planned I hope that whatever you're celebrating, oh. you have put some thought into it and it's not three days before and you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Also, I don't actually usually suggest this, but I feel like I guess we should we could. Um, if you want to like tell people you know about our podcast, that'd be nice. I mean, sure, why not share share the gift of D comedy this year? You know everyone. what? At Christmas dinner, if you want to avoid an awkward conversation, you know what to bring up? <laughs> Decoms. Everybody loves them. Everybody loves They're them. They're bipartisan. Yeah, family but, friendly. And, and yeah, and we love when people tweet about the show and say how much they're enjoying it. And so that's always welcome. But if you're just like, hey, you're looking at a good podcast, all right, shut it. Yeah, all right. And now we sound self promotional. Let's go. Bye. And you always sound self promotional. All uh, right. That's what I am. But goodbye, guys. Thanks for joining us. See you in January. DCOMs forever. There's some old guy inside. He's building something. That's nice. Let's go. What will you give me if I ding dong ditch? Nothing. Oh, come on. If I ring the doorbell, then you do my English paper. But if I get scared and chicken out, I do yours. Mine's almost finished. Besides, he could catch us. No, he won't. Anyway, we can outrun an old man.